0: Okay, uh, I think it's, um, is it, hello, people of Defend the House, and welcome back to another Review Roundup podcast. Correct?
1: Let me double check. See, the last time you didn't know how to start.
0: Oh, it's the big Roundup podcast. Damn it! The
1: big Roundup podcast.
0: What did I say? The Review Roundup? Well, I think I, think I nailed it.
1: Yeah, sure. I'll only find out in a week when I edit this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to remember. These are infrequent.
1: Yeah, the last one... Well, the last one went up in June, but that was rev- it went up June 30th, and that was reviewing games from February. <laughs> yeah. That one took a um, while. Yeah, too, understandably so. This one, when you're listening to it, people of Defend the House, as yeah. they say, um, we it. it'll be December, which is not bad. Not bad. No. Not a bad turnaround. But when did Ragnarok um, come out? Officially on November 9th? November... Uh, ninth, yeah. Oh, I got yeah. it. Damn, not not bad at all. Huh. Um, a
0: month for us is pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it also. Oh, I just realized I I didn't uh, update some of the description. Anyways, any uh, sorry. <gasps> uh, there's a watch next colon title slash link in the description for the episode thirteen. Um uh, no. oh my god, what shambles! Weird to have a year where we did a, a review roundup in. F- for February games, and then nine months, and then we did one in December.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's 2022, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that, huh, strange. And this one probably just going to be two games, because yes. there's, there's nothing to say about, well, there's no other games, right? It's going to say, board, what are you going to list? Like, and then it's the Callisto Protocol, and hopefully that's good and worth talking yeah. about. And right. then that was the year. See you next year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll get more into that specific line of discussion for our top 10 of 2022, which is uh, not too far away at this point. Yeah, I know. That's scary. But uh, let's just get into it, dude. God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I re-listened to our God of War 2018 talk. Mm, Uh, I should have done my homework, but um, I did not because I'm good at YouTubing. But I remember... When it came out, I wasn't the biggest fan of 2018. I feel like saying that makes it sound like I disliked it, but I just mean it in the very literal sense where it was highly revered, people adored God Award 2018, and I just liked it. I thought it was yeah. good. Well, I had a I good mean, time.
1: I think uh I think you did make it like your second game highest like second yeah. favorite game of that year, I think. Something like Two?
0: that. Two. I don't know. Um Yeah. Huh. I have to go and look, but... Yeah, I really should have rewatched it. But anyway, uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because, I don't know, just giving a bit of back lore to my God of War, I don't know, how much I revere 2018. Because it matters, I think, going to a sequel, how much you care about the previous game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I wasn't a mega fan of It was your number two of that year. Sorry to interrupt. Jesus. Was it a yeah. shit year, or...? <laughs> no, that was the
1: year God of War, or um, that was the year... It was uh, Red Dead number one, God of War number two, Moon Crash 3, Return of the Obra Spider-Man, Celeste. It was a good year. God of War it was your second, year. behind Red Dead. Anyway. Anyway,
0: this is going somewhere. I replayed this before. I replayed 2018 before Ragnarok. And I liked 2018 more on my replay than mm-hmm. I did previously in 2018. I don't know if it's because I'm more practiced and adept with melee combat stuff. Uh, but I just enjoyed the combat system in 2018 more than I did uh, when I first played it. And I would say going into Ragnarok, I was quite excited. Uh, that's the reason I brought it up. You know, just give like a predisposition on yeah, where yeah. we're with with the franchise. How much do we like these games?
1: Yeah, I was very much looking forward to Ragnarok. I really liked the first game quite a bit. Uh, I think I, I've definitely played through that game more times than you obviously mm-hmm. uh yeah i played it through a through uh, th- a few times th- th- three three times maybe four something like that that's a you know. Yeah, it's a yeah i definitely did a thorough replay of it during like peak pandemic i remember doing that at some point because that's a good like just shut shut the doors <laughs> and hide <laughs> yeah. inside game um yeah and i was really looking forward to ragnarok quite a bit especially i was fascinated uh because they were saying it's the end of the norse stuff yeah norse not saga du- duology is that a thing i don't know I have no idea. um and i thought that was cool that sounded that like they could have in my mind they could have very easily made three games in this setting like because of the rule of three they
0: definitely could have yeah
1: and maybe they shouldn't have um but we'll get there and uh and it was also interesting that you know someone else was sort of in charge of it which is cool you know mixing yeah. things up I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. I was. Uh, aside from you know the beginning of the year with Horizon and well, Horizon, something Elden Ring uh, that like this was the only other major thing I was looking forward to this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was extremely excited for it. Maybe mm-hmm. to my own detriment, but
0: I would say I had hesitations because I. Uh, not to go down yet another rabbit hole that we already yeah. talked about for two hours, but I didn't like the uh, some of the new additions and some of the new design choices in Forbidden West, mm-hmm. and I came away from uh, from Forbidden West being a little disappointed overall, even though we had like a lot of things to commend about that game. Yeah, and uh, I don't think I said it in like a podcast or anything. Maybe I did, but it was more in the Discord. I said I was a little nervous that Ragnarok would follow some of the same philosophies as mm. Forbidden West, the ones that I didn't like. Which, I mean, to check out some specifics would be Sony's uh, admiration for maybe Ubisoft-like design and open-world stuff. And um, where do we start (laughs) with Ragnarok? Uh,
1: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, open-world games, you know, Horizon Elder Ring, they're always kind of hard to pick a starting point because... I, st- I still feel weird calling this an open world game personally
1: even though it yeah sure it's like four small zone you know medium-sized zones yeah. it, you know it i don't know it's I'd, always I'd felt, agree i'd agree it it doesn't feel like a, an actual open world game in the sense even that's
0: not the right tag i don't know it's what, like like a like
1: hub goes... game it's not a hub game the first game yeah. was like a hub game this one is like a ratchet and clank game sort of where it's like here's like eight
0: Planets and they're really big, you know. But these like AAA things from Sony always have like a large list of things going on inside. Totally. Story, open world, puzzles, combat.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and like you open the map and there's forty things on it, and yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of storytelling and the com. Yeah, exactly. There's there are many pillars to discuss, and it's hard to pick one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because again, with these games, they always intertwine as well.
1: Yeah, let's maybe not start with story. How about that? Because sure. that will spiral massively.
0: How good. about... How about...
1: Oh, fuck. I don't know, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where do Structure? We
1: combat? I don't know. I, that's why I broke my notes up here. I, yeah, I've got sure.
0: combat, open world, which yeah. maybe wasn't the right tag, but you know what I mean. And story. Yeah, yeah. Those are my three yeah. pillars mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. How about well, combat? <laughs> I don't know. I think that is a good idea. Okay, <laughs> because then at least for me, we can start off this review in a very positive way. Hmm. Hashtag foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the combat in God of War Ragnarok was kind of amazing. Um, I absolutely loved fighting in this game. Uh in 2018 or with 2018, I had a few little issues. I found the dodging to be unreliable. I found Kratos' movement to be a little bit cumbersome, and some of the fights were like a little bit ad-heavy, and I just found myself a little frustrated in 2018, and some of the boss fights were a little bit... I don't know. uh, I just felt a little bit clumsy and unfair at times. Um, But I can honestly say in Ragnarok, and maybe this is due to me playing 2018 just before Ragnarok and being really warmed up, but yeah, I just absolutely adored fighting shit in this game i thought Mm. all the boss fights were amazing i thought the enemy variety was amazing i thought the weapons felt amazing and yeah i don't know what else to say apart from that uh this game is obviously a lot of combat Mm -hmm. and at least i can start off this review by saying a large percentage of ragnarok i had a fantastic time in your turn
1: I really liked fighting and combat in the first game. Mm, okay. <laughs> and I can't tell you why, but I was f- annoyed and sort of out of it for all of Ragnarok. And I don't know why. Because I agree with everything you just said about like the enemy variety rules, the bosses rule, the weapons rule. It's super yeah. fun. Everything f- is great. It's amazing. Uh, but I it took me until the very end of the game to hmm. start... To click with the combat, and that was not the case at all with the first game. The first game, like within a few hours, I was like, "Yeah, okay, let's fucking go." Mm-hmm. And then I did everything in it, and I wanted to do everything in it because I wanted to just engage with the combat. And I yeah. thought there was lots of variety to it, and it felt super good. And I just don't know what it is. There it's are interesting, a few, yeah. There are a few little things that I did note down that like make me think that it might be that, but. I did not replay the game right beforehand, mm-hmm. so I, like, but I did replay it multiple times because I enjoyed the combat so much, and I so I have like a certain some muscle memory there. Experience, you Experience
0: know, God of Wara,
1: yeah, and um, yeah, I I got my ass kicked this entire game. I died <laughs> interesting sixty times probably. I, I, I felt I like
0: I died quite a lot.
1: I I felt like I kept checking the difficulty to be like, am I on the hardest difficulty here? Um, and I don't know what it is. It was very, it was very confusing. Uh, yeah, I do because, think this
0: game is a little bit harder overall.
1: Yeah, and I think some of the changes threw me off, uh, like profoundly, and have been hard to sort of relearn in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say the the first thing that immediately and sort of made it difficult for me with combat was the charging stuff that they really put a lot of emphasis on yeah uh, at yeah, the beginning of the game well first of all let me just say i <laughs> it's frustrating in a game when you have all the skills at the end of the first game and then you go into the second and nothing's changed and you've lost all those skills uh,
0: yeah it's just video game stuff though isn't it
1: Uh, Yeah, it is, but it's also one of those things where you're like, come up with new skills, you know? Um, And they have a few new ones Yeah, I mean, they're altered.
0: Like, the whole R2 was altered. Yeah, yeah, and they have. They
1: have. But um, there's one specific one that is sort of indicative of what I mean, where it's like, the first skill you have the option to unlock in the first game is R1, 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 R2 combo, right? Mm -hmm. That's the last skill on the skill tree uh, uh, in this game. And I... I don't know why. It's very weird. Um, Because like the entire game, I was like, R1, 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 R2, nothing happened. Right. I don't have that skill. And then I got it at the 40 hour mark, you know, and uh, that was very odd. But the charging stuff, they put a lot of emphasis on at the beginning, which is hold the triangle. Yeah. Charge up your axe or your uh, blades with the elemental, and then you get a couple different attacks. Uh, And that was sort of like felt like how you had to play it. Early on as like the main you just,
0: thing you have to lean on, yeah.
1: Yeah, for quite a while, I found. Um like a good ten hours or so, and then you get the stance change stuff, which is unchanged and felt very good. Um the the hold the charge I thought took way too long. Uh it's I, I yeah. was almost never able to get it off. Cause I would just be like, charge, charge, charge charge, interrupted. Uh
0: that's I sort think of the like blades. The blades are maybe more better in that regard because they actually kind of not very powerfully but they do clip and hit enemies and almost interrupt them sometimes with the charge up as it's spinning around
1: yeah you sort of like whirl them in front of you yeah yeah i i I agree they were and you can like partially charge the blades much easier than the axe i think
0: Um, yeah i'd say so but
1: those are that was just like i don't know that's that that little thing there is like sort of indicative of all of the combat for me where it's just like I I I don't know it was very strange I just felt like I was getting interrupted constantly trying to do the skill tree things and the result was me just kind of using the basic attacks and spamming the runic attacks for most of that game because it was taking me so long to just re-acclimate and now like I was just playing this morning to capture footage and I I'm I'm good now like I've I've reacclimated for the most part and figured out the pacing and things, but it just was very confusing to me that it took me so long and that I was sort of frustrated with the combat regularly all the way through when I loved it so much in the first game. And it's just sort of like a weird mystery to me, uh, in, a, yeah, in a lot of I ways. Yeah, I mean,
0: when it comes to enjoying combat systems, you can try to science out what the specific is, the specific yeah. thing that doesn't click with your brain, but it's just um, what's that word for game feel? There's a word for it, I can't remember. Um, yeah, but it's just gonna be some like minutia, tiny little thing. It is, yes. You just don't, you don't really know what it is, but you just might not. Well, gel like with it. they, because they... I couldn't tell you why it super clicked with me, honestly. Because mm-hmm. when you talk about the charging thing, I'm like, yeah, the idea of having to like back off and slowly charge up a weapon does sound annoying. But yeah, again, I can't give any specifics about why. I just found it not too bad to like slip into the flow of combat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh th- those are always very difficult to uh to mm-hmm. nail down, but um and it, yeah, it's it, um god, I was just going to explain I just had something on the tip of my tongue that was sort of like, oh yeah, they 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 um they got rid of a few things as well. They like got rid of the whole bare-fisted skill tree, which is mostly fine. Oh
0: yeah.
1: But it was one of those things where it's like, you know, throw the axe and then go in and wail on them for a couple of seconds and then recall the axe. But I didn't, I didn't do that too much, so I didn't really miss it all that much. But they did... You did um, get like, the
0: recall axe slam attack near the end.
1: Yeah, again, near the end. And it's like... I do think a lot of it just comes down to having a lot of muscle memory from New Game Plus replays. And just yeah. being like... And just sort of being a little annoyed that there aren't actually that many new skills. Instead, it's just the same ones. And you're unlocking them really slowly. Um,
0: I'd say there's some like rearranging of how you get stuff. yeah. And like you get the um, dash attacks quicker, you know, the press X right. and chuck your... You get those way earlier, so I found myself using those a lot more uh, than I did in 2018. Mm-hmm. I like those attacks a lot.
1: And they they, they took the um, shield skill tree and basically broke it down into a bunch of different items. And hmm. I uh, I found the shield way harder. I think that's probably actually a lot of it, is I found the shield a lot harder to use in this. Because hmm. they've taken some of the functionality um, out of the shield like not there's like five different shields and they each function a little differently in the way that the first game the shield sort of there was one shield and it did all those things maybe a little too powerfully Um, I think that was part of it and again in the like capture session this morning I was like oh okay I'm actually getting good at blocking now. Finally, um, I use
0: the um, they call like the rons. like yes. the middle part. I use the one yeah. that increases the parry window, which was yeah, very I, very I, helpful.
1: Yeah, I use that for a lot of it. Um, but yeah, I it's it's sort of a lame talking point, but it's just like yeah, I don't know what it was, but it it just. I felt like I was getting my ass kicked. I think the um, healing stones, I don't feel like they really do much. In, in the first game, I feel like they really refilled health big time. It was mainly a health thing. Like, I would just get hit three times, and that my, mm. my whole health bar would be gone. And there's very little way to get your health back, aside from uh, Spartan Rage. And the health stones just don't really do much, and that's because they want you to use gear that... You know gets you yeah. there's, there there's gear that re- increases the healing rate, but that's boring. I want to use the gear that does the crazy shit uh stuff like that.
0: I quite um this is like a little um offshoot from yeah uh combat stuff, but I did like how pretty much everything in your equippled balls had like an attribute that could change the way combat worked yeah, uh I got one, I think it was an axe handle. I can't remember there's so much shit in the uh equipment okay. screen, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was one where if my axe was fully charged, I can't remember what the specific thing is called when you compress L1 and Triangle to activate right. like, the ult. Uh, but when that was fully charged, I took more damage. But every time I did, every time I connected with the axe, I healed a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and that was a really fun like risk-reward piece of equipment to put on, which kind of mitigated the health stone stuff if I was playing well. Right. If I played badly, I would get hurt even more. But I liked right, it. Right, I liked yeah. the equipment stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it's it's, the combat for me is one of those things where I'm just like, I really look forward to them adding a new game plus so that I can just Mm. go back through the main story and do all the combat again with everything and and really focus in on just sort of locking it all in and messing around with the different uh, armor stuff. I I, I just sort of stuck with what was working uh, and didn't experiment with it much. And I also feel like there was not as much axe-throwing uh, abilities in the game i really yes. like throwing the axe in the first game a lot you eventually I got I a...
0: didn't do that much that's probably why i didn't think about it i I liked mm. the, i had a specific piece of equipment which buffed my uh, l1r1 the grapple attack with the blades mm-hmm. so that was kind of like my longer range big powerful attack right and then you know there's some stuff later on which also makes throwing stuff at enemies yes better and Definitely. i use that a lot
1: and it's very good
0: uh, it is again, good, yeah. again,
1: I haven't really, like, mastered it by any means, but it is cool as fuck, for sure. Um, yeah, Yeah. the first game there was a lot of throwing stuff you could get, like, if you headshot an enemy with a throw, it would, like, buff the axe when you got it back and then do way more damage on the second throw. Uh, there That's was eventually... interesting,
0: I, just, I could not get, like, that into the flow of combat, kind of similar to how you couldn't get the charge weapon yeah. mechanic into the flow of combat. I just found it hard to cock back and chuck the axe when people were coming at me, and to mm. aim the axe as well. I just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, It's one of those things that, like, I I probably throw the axe in the first game, like, 60% of the time, 70% of the time. Like, it's barely in my hands in that first <laughs> game. Because um, there's even eventually a, I don't know what it is. I don't think if it's, it's a skill. I don't know. There, again, the first game has, like, 700 things that are buffing attacks but there's eventually one that like when you recall the axe after a throw it like homes in on enemies and hits them harder mm. on the recall um and i felt like all that stuff was kind of just gone from here or maybe it's buried in armor stats somewhere i know there are a few that buff uh yeah, range is definitely gone i think some just of it to make yeah. it feel different i guess so it's like one of those things where like my favorite way to play the game was kind of kind of taken out in a lot of ways yeah, which is sort of a debuff, bummer. Though, yeah debuff bigly big bigly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so anyways that i i don't know it's it's yeah i sort of am reserving judgment on the combat for a while because i want to do a new game yeah. plus replay and really figure it all out um but like you said uh like all the boss fights are fucking oh, awesome so
0: good yeah
1: uh, and there are a lot more of them in this game, and there's way more variety to them. Yes. That was something the first game suffered from a lot. Like, there was... Mm-hmm, yes, there was, like, sure. what, three or four big story boss fights in the first troll game? and giant. And then it was the troll guys, and that yeah. was it, you know? Uh, this game, there are certainly some enemy types that you get multiple times, mm-hmm. uh, the you know, bosses. Uh, but they are all... I found all those... W- they're all better than the troll, that's for sure. The troll is just yes. kind of just like this big sponge that you just hit and he you died. <laughs> you know, it didn't yeah. feel like you were doing damage to the trolls. Uh, I don't want to say much about the bosses because they're really cool and surprising, some of them. yeah, um, They're really good. Like I said, quite, um, yeah.
0: boss fights for me are a strange hit or miss area. Mm. I don't know if anyone listened to my Elden Ring chat, but I had a lot of issues with Elden Ring boss fights Mm -hmm. and God of War Ragnarok has my favorite boss fights from a gameplay point of view from the whole year, Uh, which I was not surprising because it was one of my issues with 2018. Yeah. And I'm not going to dive down the rabbit hole of why I think that is. I'll just state that that's how it felt (laughs) when I was playing. Just felt Mm -hmm. good. And they looked amazing. And... They also were quite challenging, but always the right amount. I would probably die once or twice every boss fight, yeah, and that to me is like the perfect amount uh yeah, you then know you sometimes lock it you in. yeah, sometimes you first time a boss fight, and it still feels satisfying and fun, but it never got to the point where I was frustrated or it felt like I was dying, you know, like a from software amount five, yeah. twenty times
1: I did die to the first drake probably 20 times but it's cuz I was under and being stubborn. First drake. <laughs> um, I don't the, 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 the big drake. guy that bursts out <laughs> of the wall uh, uh in in the desert. Uh the the big dino lad.
0: Oh yes, yes. He's, yeah, the big rocky boy.
1: Yeah. I did die to him a bunch, uh, but I was yeah, having was fun. Tough. I was having fun dying He's a to good him. Boss. It, was, it was it was just a cool fight. Uh so I wasn't bothered. But yeah, I I would agree I died most most fights like once or twice couple of them I did first try and that felt very good, of course, especially when they're a story boss or sort of a surprise boss. Because there are, uh, it sort of does this trick multiple times where it's just like, surprise, a boss burst out of nothing. Yeah. Um, but it's a good trick. And each time it happens, it's, or almost every time it happens, it's a different boss type, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, it is. The the phantom t- boss type <laughs> is amazing.
0: Weird. Yeah, it's weird, but I do oh, like yeah. fighting that thing.
1: Yeah, first time you see it, you're like, what fucking video game did this fall? Out of? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I don't know if you, where you saw your first one, but it was in the deserts for me as well. I can't. I can't remember. Like I was, I did the Drake fight, and then was just like skating, skating back to the hub, and got like they just, it just pops out of the sand randomly. Yeah, I think I think um, mine
0: was a story moment. I think. Okay, yeah. So that Maybe was like a really
1: good, just you know, what the fucking shit is this thing that popped yeah. out of the sand? Uh. A lot, a lot of good fights. Oh, yeah. Not so... Maybe less so in the last... Finale. <laughs> in the finale. Um, yeah. But we'll talk the, about that yeah, later. The last
0: open world chunk was probably the lowest point for me. I think it's called, like, the pit or the cavern. Something like that. It's at the very top of Vanaheim. Oh,
1: yeah. That stuff as well, yeah. Those that are whole area like to me was... Dragons.
0: Th- yeah, and repeated boss fights. Yeah. I meant and, in the yeah.
1: story... Uh, lacking, lacking uh, a mm-hmm. sick final last, fight which we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah the last two um, fights
0: were they were fine. fine. They're but cool. I was expecting yeah. more than just an arena battle with the last two bosses of the I agree. Whole game. Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, a lot of the other main story fights, like the Thor fight right at the beginning of the game was awesome. Uh the yeah. fight was the Needhog Rift head. Yeah that's cool. That was so good. Uh there were the, the the Garm fight was very cool. Like Garm there were good I mean there were like a dozen okay I have a lot of problems with this game but there are also oh, like okay. I I also but like there were there were like at least a dozen moments in the game that were like holy fuck this is this is yeah. sweet mm-hmm. uh and I had a very fun time with it uh but yeah I just felt like I need to specify that it's like there there were there's a lot of uh, real good shit in this game for oh, yeah. sure uh,
0: undeniable
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i think i want to preface the same thing because yeah. um this is the thing with some of our reviews is i love the combat system right i ad- mm-hmm. I adore the combat system and it's like 70 65 70 percent of the game yeah so by that metric i had a great time we've got war ragnarok for the majority of the time i played it but there's not many specifics to go into when it comes to the combat system, so it's going to be a short amount of time in this review. And I feel like we're very close to moving on from combat, yeah. uh, and yeah. that's going to be where things quickly get very negative for me. Yeah. But I just want to say, had a lot of fun with God of War. Like Jameson said, the story moments that we can't spoil or talk about in detail, there's some amazing, like jaw dropping stuff in this game. In the a massive scale way that only God of War does, Um, yeah. I love the combat and I had fun with the game. Anyway, what's next?
1: I didn't love the combat or have consistent fun with it, but oh boy, but but I did have, but I did still (laughs) really like the game, right? You know, okay, okay, yeah. Like I'm not gonna play 45 hours of something in 10 days if I, if I'm not enjoying it it's just that the combat never fully solidified for me and that was that was unfortunate because like you said there's a lot of it and I'm the god of war and I'm just like felt like a bit of a blubbering idiot for a lot of it um but yes there's a lot of good shit in the game also I think a lot of it was kind of a bummer and parts of it are straight up bad like the plot um anyways should we move on from the combat
0: (laughs) yeah let's go let's yeah
1: this will i feel like this is like the horizon forbidden west chat but more like more in for me it would like i really you know i liked we'll get there yeah what i mean is i would say like your feelings on horizon i feel like we're both going to be having that here um because i was pretty hot on horizon despite having certainly some problems with it i really liked that game a lot and had a a wonderful time with it um and wasn't particularly disappointed by the last story bits or whatever It was more just like the combat or the climbing in that game fucking as time's gone on
0: i'm more and more annoyed (laughs) about horizon forbidden west it's like rotting s- in my soul and i'm very disappointed with that game overall
1: this game sort of makes me more this game god of war was definitely the game that made has officially made me concerned about sony games in the way the horizon yes. wasn't oh my
0: god can we can we get there
1: but like I look, back, <laughs> I look back i look back at horizon and i'm like oh this was the first sign and god of war is the second sign and you're like yeah hmm oh yeah um yes the Marvelification yes. sort of, of oh my everything. God, this is
0: a fucking Marvel movie, dude.
1: And, oh like, God. and, you know, like we talked about with Horizon, by the end of Horizon, I was like, I'm here for the characters. The characters are great. I'm having a good, good old time. This is some real dumb, stupid bullshit. This mm-hmm. game, I wasn't here for the characters or the world. And there's some real dumb, stupid bullshit that I was also not into. and And also just straight up bad storytelling. But, um, Yeah, Uh, yeah. Let's just say
0: the (sighs) twenty, the top ten games of twenty twenty two. The ordering is going to be a little difficult. Yeah, uh, you know, Horizon Forbidden West. I cared so much about that plot, Mm. that world, uh, and that story means a lot to me. And in God of War, um, I like the world, but the story doesn't mean so much. I think that's because it's just about Atreus and Kratos getting to the top of a mountain in twenty eighteen. Yeah, for sure. and then in one game they kind of have to create a whole new end game. Yeah. In one game. Yeah. And then wrap um, it up in one game. But um, I want to
1: say this so I don't forget it. The the I was I think I realized this this morning. I think I was less frustrated with Horizon because I feel like I got like everything I could possibly want from Horizon or just about from the first game, right? And what I mean is it's like you get. Remember when we were playing Horizon you are like, oh my god, all these questions. They're never going to answer this in the first right. game. And then they did and they covered like 90% of everything I would want to know about the universe. They covered in the first game. And so the second game was kind of like, I'm less curious about some of these things. Obviously there were, but anyways. What I found with God of War is they pose a lot of really fascinating questions in the first game. Because yeah. I, I like my weird lore stuff. Mm-hmm. and i have you know some norse mythology interest it's fun i like the i like seeing what people do with their weird larger scale uh mythos so to speak and the first game just yeah paints a lot of questions you know quite literally some of them on the wall uh <laughs> and then this game is like <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> marvel <laughs> and and then it ends and you're like wait there's like a dozen questions i had going in here and did
0: they did they decide no one cared uh <laughs> i thought we were gonna go down into like open world structure yeah but I, think I don't know i think the cap is off the bottle and we're, we we want to talk about it so i think we'll come we back just... to
1: structure and other shit
0: yeah because who gives a shit man um I will say, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give like my opening statement before we go into the story stuff. Uh, and this is something I don't know if you agree with because okay. I can see people not feeling this. But I did like the Kratos and Atreus relationship bonding progression in Ragnarok overall. Yes. And to me, that is an important part of God of War. Uh, yes. It's nice that it wasn't a Last of Us Part Two where they... Forgot about it because, you know, there's parts in Ragnarok where Traeus is on his own for a part. And I was like, oh, God, are mm-hmm. these boys ever going to come back together? But when the credits rolled, I think they did a overall really good job of progressing that relationship. And I like that stuff.
1: I'm glad to hear that because I 100% agree. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I've got more to say.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, But the story. in god of war ragnarok the events of ragnarok um i thought was rubbish Uh, i didn't like the story (laughs) in this game whatsoever i didn't understand what was happening Uh, i didn't like the array of new characters and i was highly disappointed by the ending and i feel like most of it was for nothing a lot of it was wasted and i don't really understand what happened Uh, I i thought it was really bad and i'm quite shocked
1: I agree completely.
0: (laughs) Mm, Okay. I mean, this is like the one thing that we kind of insinuated in our Discord chats. We try to keep things vague so that when we come into these review chats, we can kind of have a fresh talk. But I I had to ask questions along the way to you and Andy because I just was so lost about what was going on. And I thought maybe you would like it more than me because... In 2018, they use uh, the Norse mythology as like a, a complement, like a crutch, yes. an inspiration. But there's so much stuff in Ragnarok which just felt nonsensical to me because I knew it was purely mythology-based, and I just didn't know. That's <sighs> like the history. Not,
1: it's not though. That's the thing. It's,
0: Interesting.
1: I I I reread my Norse mythology like summary book by uh, which is a good read neil Gaiman, uh norse mythology that's what it's called mm-hmm. he goes over like the whole all the basic like fundamental stories uh and i really like having that base knowledge i was glad to have reread it you know they i know who Kvasir is i know about the wall built on ar- around asgard and all these mm-hmm. things that's fun they don't do anything interesting with norse mythology in this game
0: interesting okay because there were certain missions in the game where like you have to find a moon or something and then two dogs start flying around in the sky and i was like well maybe jameson appreciates this what well, i think it's a bunch of bullshit I mean,
1: so yeah like that i know what that is that's cool i but they don't use it well in the game like those that's skull and Hati. they chase the sun yeah. and moon and when they catch up to them ragnarok happens but it only in the game it's like
0: they just do it in
1: vanaheim for some reason
0: and yeah, that's um, part of a really like weird puzzle mechanic, where the puzzle is you yeah. hit a wall and go, "Oh, I have to backtrack to this pond." And yeah, make noise, um, and I can go back.
1: And and Heimdall stole the moon somehow. Oh, I have no Heimdall. idea. Okay, I think it was. I, I think it was. <laughs> I, I think he was doing that when you were in Helheim. I'm not sure. Um, uh, sure. Anyway, let's backtrack slightly here. Sure.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
1: And I'll so like, yes, I think the Kratos Atreus stuff is really well done here for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, it's a little like there are times where they're just sort of like, we need to it's there are times where they just sort of like speed through and force them to do a few things that are a little like, eh, whatever, but I would say the heart of it is really good all the way through. They were they were for the most part, there aren't really any sections in the Kratos Atreus Atreus stuff in this game, like the first game had that are sort of just like now Atreus is an an obnoxious little shit. Yeah. Uh, I just want to fast forward this part. Uh, there wasn't really anything like that in here. I thought, like, Atreus is a teenager. He does some stuff that's not very smart because he thinks yeah. he's smart.
0: I like that stuff a lot, actually.
1: Yeah, and it's like, you know, he fucks up and he goes and he's kind oh. of
0: irritating but in a way which makes sense for someone who's like 13 14 years old
1: 100 percent. yeah like you overconfident
0: know. and a little obnoxious and cocky but
1: exactly yeah and I, I think that was like spot on they did a great job with all that yeah i, agree, um, yeah. I really appreciate especially you brought it up the last of us part two we talked about i remember you just bringing this up why does no one ever have a conversation in the last of us part two uh this game, people just sometimes, actually quite a few times, people just sit down and sometimes literally have a meal and chat it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of good chatting. Yes, a lot of good chatting. Um Are we in full on sp- am I just gonna do like a spoiler section in the middle of the chat? Like
0: I d don't know where you're going, so depending on know you're, you're either, making this but video.
1: Like, yeah, whatever. But like, you know, as an example, the 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 um what the hell's her name oh my god freya freya kratos beef that was set up at the end of the first game which i was never i don't know i always felt it was like okay freya calm the fuck down would you please i mean i get it i get it but you know but like they they (laughs) they they, they don't let that linger for too long in the the second in ragnarok which i appreciated Mm -hmm. they wrap that up nicely by how do they do it they have the two characters fucking talk to each other And explain I would say, their shit to each other.
0: Yeah, this is just a, like a little additional point. I would say my favorite story stuff in the entire game was just offbeat conversations between Freya and Kratos. Yeah, because they're really, yeah. The I like Mamiya a lot. He's a great character, but there's something like very close about Freya and Kratos. You know, both yeah. gods who have lost people and have made mistakes. And Kratos doesn't open up about certain things with Atreus. And yeah, I will not spoil any specifics, but I thought their stuff together was really good yeah a lot of
1: a lot of good mutual respect and understanding from the two of Mm -hmm. them uh yeah there's a there are a few other moments yeah i'll try and keep it like not spoiler territory for now but we will have to get into spoilers just in the middle of this video um there's um multiple moments of like good just sometimes when there's a story beat where you're just like the only possible thing that like real like proper writers and writing good human beings they would do here it's just like we're not going to fight. This would be a, a, a an opportunity for false drama, which something like The Last of Us was very good at. Um, the real thing to do here is just fucking shut up and hug each other. <laughs> and there are a few okay. scenes in this game where they just do that. And you're like, yes, yeah. thank you. He comes home. He's fucked up. He's upset. What do they do? They look like they're going to be pissy with each other. No, they just hug. And it's like, yes, finally. Thank you for understanding. This is how a human being should function every now and get and then and especially in a game where it's two giant um muscled, you know, death machine gods basically, uh they just say, "You know, fuck it, let's hug." And <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of I think good character work. Yes. Uh in throughout the game from beginning to end. Some of it, especially near the end, maybe a little eh, a little melodramatic, but mm-hmm the interpersonal relationships between the main characters from the first game are yes. very well done here yeah uh, i agree good moments, and and they and that was that's not an, an insignificant thing that was important
0: yeah uh, and there is some sure. also like off the main storyline actual main missions you know where the adventure gets a little bit sidetracked on into different things they were also really strong i think we kind mm. of already mentioned the big cinematics in this game are really good and there are moments of the story along the way which are really good and really exciting. Oh, yeah. But and, and when it comes to just, like, the main vein. The, plot. the Ragnarok vein. Yeah. yeah,
1: The actual plot. <sighs> oh,
0: my wow, God. Wow, yeah. What the it's fuck happened here? <laughs> what the fuck happened here?
1: So, like, the, Crazy. First, game, the first game definitely suffered from MacGuffinitis, I will call it, which is yeah, yeah. we have to go definitely. get the thing. But the first game, it was not as problematic in the first game because a the the end goal was always the same it's very simple we have to get to the top of the highest peak and spread our mom's ashes very easy to keep exactly it's very easy to keep sight of that all the way through and you're like oh we have to go get this thing now cool it helps a lot when you have a simple goal driving the whole plot Mm -hmm. instead of this game which has no simple goal it's like we have to stop Ragnar. no we do no we want Ragnar. no no we don't we're like what, what huh oh the credits are rolling
2: <laughs> yeah i don't um, know
1: what the aim was and then also when when you were being sent out to get the macguffin i feel like they set it up well in the first game and you have like
0: i, I think you just didn't care it was video gamey because usually a new macguffin was tied to a new realm you hadn't exactly. seen yet and there was like yes. a, a sense of excitement
1: yeah, it's like we're we're going to Alfheim to steal the light, and you know, and charge yeah. the Bifrost, and it's like, okay, great, and clear the fog. Okay, that makes sense. Let's go to. Well, I I am I, a little foggy on that first game. I guess like
0: Helheim to get the heart of the big right, boy.
1: Right, right, right. Go to the go to the 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 big giant in the snow and get the chisel from it. You know, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You have to go and get a bunch of shit in this game, and I couldn't tell you what any of it was.
0: Yeah, I actually almost laughed at one point because Kratos' belt was so cluttered <laughs> with items. I was like, "Oh my god, dude!"
1: Yeah, the only thing I recognize is the Galarhorn, but again, it's just sort of—it's not like—it's not like you go to Asgard to get Gallerhorn. It's just no it comes to you. I and-
0: still didn't like understand what it was, and like I know you—I got it when he was in the realm travel room, and it kind of like yeah. opens all the realms, but I. And then it vanishes, and I was like, "What is this thing? I don't understand."
1: Yeah, and that's the other part of it. It's like they they don't really explain what the MacGuffins.
0: Why did they need to open all the realms? Didn't they have the stone that they could so that all
1: the fucking uh heroes People? can come from all the realms to fight and in Asgard, and then oh,
0: the all the, okay,
1: you know, I think we're um, in the end game now exactly uh the entire game is just like. We want to stop Ragnarok, we think. How but Let's do, we do, do everything
0: that? in the prophecy so far.
1: How do we stop Ragnarok? I don't know. Let's go get this random thing. That didn't work. Let's go get this random thing. That didn't work. Actually, we want to do Ragnarok. Let's go get this thing yeah, to start right? Ragnarok.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then they go to Ragnarok, which is a physical person, and... I don't and, what what were they trying to do in this game? I don't get it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. And then there's and then there's this whole other layer of like the prophecies and fate and is fate a thing? No, people are just predictable, I guess. I didn't even
0: understand why they went to war with Odin. <laughs> I don't
1: know, I don't know dude. The, that's the thing. I know so he's bad.
0: I guess that's why he's just a bad guy. Let's get rid of him, right?
1: Well, that's an, another problem I think this the the first game has a good main villain in Baldur. Mm-hmm. Um he's a sympathetic character, right? He's got his problems, he's basically been cursed by his mother. It's 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 a good tale. It's very very much taken from the Norse mythology stuff. But he's he's also like a, f- a, a fucking asshole. Um, yeah. and, and is really... He's like annoying going, as well. In a, in he's annoying. Uh, the fellow, I can't remember the name of the actor that plays him, but he does a great <laughs> job with yeah, his sort good. of nasally sniveling voice. And, and he's really good, especially for like a short little like skinny yeah. dude. <laughs> um, he's sort of got like the Rafe person, like a bit of Rafe stuff from Uncharted, where it's just like, this guy doesn't look like a villain, but he really is the villain. And and then in the background of the first game, they talk about Odin and how horrible he is. The entire the entirety of the first game, and they talk about Odin for the entirety of this game about how fucking horrible he is, and we have to murder Odin. He's so terrible. Oh my god! Yeah. And then every scene Odin's on screen, you're like, uh, he seems just fine. He's just a guy, and I think the the. Writing and performance for Odin is fascinating because of the way it's like completely not what you expect. Like the, yeah. the fellow does a great job. It's it's a good sort of like...
0: The main performances are all fantastic in this game.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it, you expect like the sort of Zeus thing from the mm-hmm. old games where he's just like this huge fucking piece of shit monster. But then you get to him and he's like this old, quiet nerd yeah <laughs> and and there i, like I never a lot he's i think they like it's a it's fantastic i as soon as he showed up i was like oh fuck it's odin and then it's like oh oh this is their idea of odin i love it mm-hmm. it's great yeah, me too. um richard schiff that's the fellow and he he's fantastic um mm-hmm. in as odin but he's not villainous to me at all
0: like nothing he does in the entire no. game is that bad like not until like the very very end and then the thing he does is like borderline strange you're like oh uh i mean we don't want to spoil territory yeah but it was like what okay yeah i guess he's a yeah. bad guy <laughs> and it's it one was, of those things yeah.
1: where like the whole two games are telling you he's really bad but then what you're seeing is the opposite of that and
0: he's just a dude who wants a mask to look in a green tear
1: he just want the his main idea is fascinating. Like, he is the king of the gods. He's the first of all the gods, which they don't hmm. do a good job of explaining. I mean, that no, is... I did, his, did like, not know that. <laughs> so he's the All-Father. He was like, there was like some, they, they... Oh my God, there's so much cool shit in Norse mythology that they didn't do anything with. But he was the first god. He killed like this giant titan creature and created the universe, basically. Odin did all of this. And wow. then spawned all of the fucking gods from Odin. He's the All-Father. He is like insane he made the universe,
0: how does he not know what's in the green tear?
1: Well, he didn't quite create the, you know, he created, like, I don't know, the realms, sort of, uh, in a sense. Um, But then, so his, like, whole goal in Ragnarok is, I want to know, as the all-father, as the god of gods, what happens when I die? That's his Mm. goal in this game. And you're like, yeah, dude, that's a big question. I'm with you. Let's find out. (laughs) Uh, And they, but then at the end, they're like, no, we have to kill him. Because he's terrible. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? I I would be on board with helping him. I want to know what's in the green tear. I want to know what's up with this mask. No, you don't want to f- tell us? Okay, credits are rolling. Bye.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Thor and Odin don't really like wrong the guys that much throughout the game. There no, is obviously yeah. one pretty significant scene. Uh, yeah, But that's after Which you've was... already killed Heimdall and Thor's yeah. sons and and a like half the rest of the
1: pantheon like yeah <laughs> i think thor is also really well done here i i
0: yeah thor's a good character even though he's wasted
1: yes he say, is whatever. wasted but like there's he's he's like a sad drunk and that's good stuff and there's a great it scene is. with his daughter where he, she she's just like lays into him and she's just like again good scenes of characters talking like they could have fought but she's just like just come
2: and
0: fucking know. ask for help, coward. <laughs> I don't know if I was into the Thor's daughter stuff with his dad and his family. Just, I don't know. It was you a little
1: heavy-handed.
0: It didn't, didn't really go anywhere.
1: No, that's the thing, yeah. And
0: Atreus kept, like, annoyingly butting in and caring about it. And I I really hated the Atreus in Asgard stuff because I it just felt so weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like, no one seemed like that... Annoyed at Atreus for killing Modi, Thor's son, and then he just goes on adventures with Thor, and well, Thor never... seems so like apathetic to it and like just doesn't care. I think just, ugh, I don't think so anyone weird. actually
1: knows that Atreus did kill Modi. Yeah, Atreus knows definitely. that.
0: No, uh, Thor's daughter brings it up at the beginning, like, oh, Modi Does was she? a piece of yeah. She, oh, Modi was a piece of work, so we're friends. It's like they all hmm. know that he killed Modi. I was
1: under the impression that there's I think there's a line where Atreus is like no one actually saw me kill Modi it's only father and I that know who I killed I just him. you saying like, like they think
0: Kratos did all of it? Yeah, really.
1: I think I'm pretty sure that's the but regardless Maybe that makes it's just more like sense, yeah. still it's like you're the son of the guy that's killed like a ton of people that are close to us including like Baldur, Magni, Modi, you know, eventually Heimdall and Kratos Atreus is just like Welcomed with open arms and why, and why is by his, everyone. Why is
0: he trying to find the mask? Like, I know he can have translate no the idea. writing. Is 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 atreus the only person who can like decipher languages in all the realms? I have. How no... could Odin not do it? Didn't he invent the, like all the realms? i cannot read the I mask and understand. I have no fucking idea, Joe. No. <laughs> why? Is I was atreus asking there? that my
1: question. I was asking that the entire time to myself. I'm like, Odin is the smartest guy in the in the universe next yeah. to Mimir. Why is Atreus the only one that can translate this language? It's... I,
0: I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, the language stuff is just not... It's obviously like, it's one of his godly powers, I think, that he's yeah, just really good with language. But... Yeah, I, is he the only one? I mean, someone spoke that language at one point, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't. Exist. I don't know.
1: I don't know where that mask came from. They don't ever address it. It could be oh. from fucking Narnia, for all I know. I don't <laughs> I know. Don't like, that. maybe it I, fell yeah. out of the Horizon universe. Like, I don't know.
0: Can we, like, I don't know. I can't remember if I interjected and interrupted mm. you saying something, but can we talk about the Atreus Atreus solo stuff? Because it didn't come up in combat either.
1: Yeah, and, I wasn't sure where we should. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're talking about story details. So yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like, you know, people who listen to these aren't looking for a first impression. These are like no. down the road, most people have played or watched this game. Yeah, yeah most definitely. people, it's not like a huge reveal that you do some sections no, of Atreus. No, it happens pretty quite, early on, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's not, like not quite six, like the Abby stuff and... from The Last of Us 2. No. I just, I didn't like any of atreus's solo stuff because I feel like Atreus really needs like a like a Kratos, even though Thor is kind of like a big father figure. I don't know. I just found him and his stuff slow and pedantic and like a waste of time story-wise, which it turns out it is when the yeah. game ends. It's a complete waste of time. But yeah, I just didn't like Atreus on his own. But like he really works with Kratos. But when he is the leading role, and especially when he, when he's with like another young character, that's mm. when it got really tiresome. Um, Him with Thor was okay. For him, with Agraboda and with Thor's daughter, I really didn't like that stuff. Uh, it just felt very Disney Marvelish, and again, they are all children. So I don't know how you make it seem more mature. But it just this is it's God of War. It's God of War, man. It just <laughs> yeah. didn't feel right having two children riding a big bison and then skimming <laughs> stones in Jotunheim. It just felt weird. Like it was yeah. like the wrong game. Uh, the pacing was bad, and I just didn't really care.
1: Yeah, I would. I, I really liked um the first atreus segment when you're with Sindri
0: yeah yeah I because
1: that. again Sindri I mean, is an old mature character oh, so isn't that uh, the
0: first like revisit to Midgard? when you, it, is, like, it haven't is yeah yeah really seen much of it or seen the lake mm-hmm. of the nine yet so that was kind of cool
1: yeah so I liked Atreus with Sindri um yeah. they're they're a good duo and I would you're have right to you're seen, right I forgot
0: about that that's a good point yeah
1: I liked I would have liked to have seen more of them because they have like yeah. good they have good chemistry and, and good dialogue and sort of riffing. And, and again, they're sort of opposites of each other. And Sindri is also old and wise. Um, and Thor, yeah, I kind of like the segments with Thor. Because Thor's just like, fuck off, shut up. I hate you, yeah. f- you little shit. Fine, I'll do it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And that was fun. Um, but yeah, the, I don't even... When you said there's a section where he's with Thor's daughter, I don't remember that That's at all. That's
0: when he go to Nifl- Helheim oh right oh that is with her you're
1: right yeah, yeah i total eyes glazed over i, I don't remember any of that <laughs> you,
0: want, you want to be a valkyrie i'm gonna tell your mom that you are gonna be oh, a good yeah. valkyrie and it's like oh my god dude what what is happening yeah. Why and
1: the anger the anger stuff like there's a few interesting bits there with like the giant lore um but and, and and then there's like the norse mythology knowledge side of like this is eventually his wife
0: at least yeah, i didn't know any of that i just like, who
1: but, is this chick? But they don't they don't acknowledge that in the game. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know that that's necessarily the case. They obviously get along and like each other. But, uh, yeah. you know, there was just sort of that element to me of watching and being like, okay, like, this is them meeting. That's kind of interesting.
0: I don't um, know who she is. Who is that girl? Where'd she come from?
1: In the context of the game, I have no idea. Where'd she he, he, <laughs> where
0: did he, he come
1: from? He magically teleports to Ironwood. By saying it in his sleep. And she's there. She's the last yeah. giant, or one of the last giants, because there's the rest of the giants her, are
0: in marbles. <laughs> the rest of the giants
1: are in marbles for some reason, which Except doesn't come back. The one that back, got put into a snake doesn't really come come back again until the last scene of the game, and you're like, "All oh, right, the marble bag." <laughs>
0: yeah, right.
1: Um, and that segment in Ironwood is like four hours long. It felt like, even though it's only about ninety minutes. Uh, Man, and that, I, don't I look,
0: forgot about that. It goes nowhere. I actually like it. Doesn't the idea go of anywhere. all the uh, giants being actually not dead, but like their souls are trapped in a bag of marbles. So I was like, yeah, okay, "That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, you, uh, don't do you gonna, anything with it. Are you gonna bring them back?
1: Like, no. Nope. That's a, dead, another game. Dead now. <laughs> um, okay. There's a lot of stuff. That is one of the other problems. There's a lot of uh, setups with no payoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That and that's just not. That's just like fundamental storytelling 101. Is you set something up up and then you pay it off and it's satisfying. Like that's that's yeah. what stories work. I don't, marbles yeah. no idea they don't come up again they 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 put odin's thing like they do one thing with odin in, in a marble and that's it and then the rest of it is sequel bait i guess i don't know i have no idea i have no idea because that was like a yeah. 90 minute long setup that doesn't they don't do anything with
0: <laughs> that scene, sucked, dude. <laughs> which, <laughs> that which scene sucks dude which one scene oh yeah it goes on oh for my so God, long it goes on yeah. forever yeah uh, it we're was not like in combat anymore but you want to like quickly talk about fighting oh, with yeah, Atreus. Yeah.
1: He was
0: fun. Um, yeah, I I actually thought they did a really good job uh, at the beginning yeah. of making Atreus fun, but um I did find near the end that I wanted a little evolution to just the mm. way he played. Maybe another mm. weapon, like the sword doesn't really count because it's kind of autonomous and just flies just around. Too you bad. Know? Yeah, cause it's kind of a it's, cool thing.
1: It is. Ingrid's um, a cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think for a like a kid with a bow, um they did the best job they could. I just think it needed to evolve just a little bit yeah. like the, yeah. the Thor section and that's basically the last part when you're in with Thor and Niflheim but it's like at the end of the game you also get like a new element of combat uh just, you, you become a bear and then you oh, never right. get to become a bear again you do it
1: once like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was like, oh. I mean that's a cool yeah, yeah.
0: thing yeah I like and it's a that good more the game
1: like the first time that happens is a is a great moment which we'll come back to maybe yeah um, but it's a good the um yeah I think they did a good job with his combat he's snappy He's pretty fun um My one problem with it is that I it's it's so infrequent that I just never f- quite mastered it because it's like
0: is there much to master with him?
1: I don't know. I just a little bit. There is to a degree. It, hmm. I mean, it's not hard to you know. They definitely tune the difficulty way down when you're with him, and, and yeah. that's fine. But it just was more of that thing where it's like I played for an hour and I'm like okay, I'm 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 starting to really get it and like because there are a fair number of like trinkets and things you can put on them and this oh my god don't
0: understand any of that
1: stuff i don't know either i just equipped some things and walk but yeah. they were so infrequent that i just sort of would when it would come back to atreus i'm like okay wait how, how do i what do i how do what's the flow like again with him and then by the end of that segment i'd be like okay i got it and then it would be 16 hours before the next segment um yeah
0: There's a couple so. of things like i didn't know what the pink arrows did when in combat, because you could switch between like the Sonic arrows, yeah. which I believe they made the next melee hit more powerful or something.
1: When you're as Atreus,
0: yeah, the green arrows. Oh, I don't know, <laughs> oh yeah, when <laughs> I don't you're at, when you're
1: as Atreus, like I don't fucking know. I don't know. And then I don't, your I pink arrows. I was like, what do these
0: pink arrows do? And then, as Thor, it looked like there was a power where you could hold square, but you never like got to activate this like lightning-looking thing in the bottom right. So I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Just i think There's a few bugs like that. One.
1: The 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 final skill tree um, where you can instantly charge uh, the axe and Leviathan blades just doesn't work.
0: I uh, Wait, yeah, I thought it was just me.
1: No, 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 like, yeah. Oh, Andy and I talked about that as well. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work.
0: Because the first time I got that power up, I did it first time. I was like, oh, I just oh, did really? the same timing as the, what's it called when you, the stance switching. Yeah. I, I went by that timing and it worked. I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I right. never did it again. I just couldn't make it work.
1: I spent. I looked at that skill very early on, like you know, two hours into the game. I was like, "Oh, sweet, okay, that that'll be yeah. good to get." And I, I looked forward to it that. the whole game, and it never. And when I got it, I I experimented with it for both weapons, and I yeah. it just I just don't think it works, and I don't maybe know I what's doing up it too with late. that. I don't know. I couldn't. I, couldn't I don't couldn't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's a really tiny window, but for the final skill tree upgrade, you'd think it would be like. Let's go. Let's rock. This is easy and and powerful to do, but I yeah, yeah anyways. Um that was very frustrating. <laughs> um yeah. The main story. Um uh, yeah. I have more complaints you're with off? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um For a game that is called God of War Ragnarok, the finale really doesn't rock. Um
0: <laughs> Wow, you
1: got that that one. It um it it it's the apocalypse in a game that is all about like crazy scale. Like, the end of the first game is you fucking fist fighting a man on top of a giant snake. That's sick it's so stupid why does freya um,
0: never use that ability again in a cool way i,
1: d- I don't know she should be yeah, like reanimating the dead yeah she should be reanimating like um headless nidhogg and bringing him back and yeah, him into combat or something like Even yeah right she hailing. reanimates the corpse of the giant and then jormungandr comes in as well and they all fight it's yeah. so stupid and amazing
0: i was sad um, that jormungandr was just in the background fighting thor i was like oh man i love that dude
1: yeah, so the whole game, I'm like, oh man, they're going to do some fucking crazy shit with the finale yeah. of this game. And then, and you go to, Sur- and like, again, I know Norse mythology, you got to get Surtur to leave Hellhot, or to leave Muspelheim, and he fucking cleaves Asgard and all that shit. I'm like, okay, cool. And we go to Surtur, and he's like, actually kind of interesting. And then you turn him into this giant monster with the best voice sound yeah. treatment ever put in a video game. And you're like, holy shit, this thing is, Wow. And then you call upon him and he's just in the skybox. And then there's a line where he's like, he switched sides. He's crazy. Oh, yeah, that was weird. And then he's just in the skybox for the whole fight. And then also Thor and Jormungandr are fighting in the skybox for the whole fight, and nothing happens from it. And it was a cool
0: setup to begin with. I was like, oh, here we go. This is exactly. like just the first step of what's f- going to unravel.
1: The first, like, ten minutes of that level, you're like, ooh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like where this is going. It's a little dumb and very marvel but, like, I'm on board if we're going to keep escalating. They,
0: they, they start to set up that things are going poorly. Like, when right. the Hellheim army, like, sinks, and... Uh, a couple of other watchtowers, whatever you call them, Realm Travel Towers, yeah. explode. And it's like, oh no, this is going poorly. What's going to happen next? Nothing. <laughs> and then you just you just do Thor and Odin boss fights in an arena.
1: And like the biggest blue balling boss fight tease of all time happens where it's like Ragnarok shows up and he's like, let's fucking
0: fight. And then yeah. it
1: cuts to white. And you're like, no, game over. And you're like, excuse me? Yeah. like Freyr oh, yeah. just killed him off screen somehow magically. Did he? I guess so yeah because Freya is dead and Ragnarok is dead apparently and Asgard exploded <laughs> and I don't know how that works either like how does I did
0: not like that cliche of like one person stays behind it's like just it... just get in the portal you idiot for fuck's sake no or have fucking Kratos fight this
1: thing and have it be like the cool amazing dumb yeah. finale that it should have been Like, you made the... him you
0: gotta stop him right that's what exactly that's
1: the whole setup is like we made this monster he's gone rogue let's kill him no no, just kidding, fade to white, end credits.
0: Oh, I thought his, like, female wife counterpart was gonna come in and merge, like, the right. prophecy said, to, like, stop him, but... Again, like, anyway. all
1: these setups, and then it's just like, no. No, yeah. it didn't happen.
0: Is he still in Asgard? No, he's dead. He's dead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, they don't say, they just say Freya, ki- Freyr, sorry, not Freya, Freyr, Freyr. killed Ragnarok. Oh, they just I, say I, that i miss that yeah it's just a throwaway line they also have a throwaway line of oh yeah thor hit jormungandr so hard with mjolnir that uh the, the <laughs> yeah. snake went back in fucking time which i knew because they established that in the first game or they hint yeah. at it and that is yeah. again like Norse mythology very cyclical and they established that like when ragnarok happens they fight so fucking hard that the giant snake goes through time that is in the lore and and it's just a throwaway line of dialogue after Mm. the credits have rolled and you're like excuse me there's
0: time travel in this game what huh oh Um, i just randomly remembered something that i want to ask about why was there the lightning bolt in um vanaheim the thor and kratos collision lightning bolt from the sky Oh, what if you
1: do, if you do all the side quests there, okay. all the lame fetch quests. Yeah, I missed um, one, I think. Yeah, they they explain that, um, Fae or the, the wife, the dead wife who yeah, had Fae. the axe. They she and Thor fought hard there. Oh, they had like a crazy battle long oh, ago, that's cool. and that's what fucked that whole area up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's where that because that's when like Mjolnir and the Leviathan axe like clash. It creates that. Ah, okay, Frozen cool. lightning thing. Um yeah. yeah, that's why that's there. Uh yeah, so like the finale I I was looking forward to the finale the whole game and, and it just yeah. and it was just like a totally lame it was just totally lame. Um I don't know
0: if I'm in the totally lame camp, but I would i would say disappointing as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just
0: like the last two bits where you're past the wall. And you're you know, when you from the from the fourth fight onwards, it was just a little bit like, oh, where's where is everyone? Right. What it's just like it really like um, tunnel visions down to you fighting in a courtyard in front of all father's house. Mm-hmm. But it, there was a Marvel Avengers Endgame war happening. Where's everyone gone? <laughs> you right. Know? It yeah. Was really quaint and quite small near the end. And Odin's just on his own. Yeah. It was just a, yeah. It was a bit odd. It, Detached.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It felt. I don't know, and and related to that, one of the things that I complain—I don't know if I put—we it we talked about it. I again, I should re-listen to that review, but I I always found it very weird in the first game how, uh, like lifeless the worlds are, mm-hmm. in in the sense that there are no, there's no people. There are the only the closest you get is in Alfheim. There are some elves fighting in the background, and that's it. Right. There's n- there's no sense of culture. In, the, in these games, and that's very odd to me, they dabble with it very, very lightly in Svartalfheim with the with the dwarves, and that's There's like it. six dwarves that run inside. There's like six and... dwarves in the background and, and like one guy in the pub, and that's it. And they don't come
0: back out after you finish the game. Just they're they never... hiding from Odin, right? They're influenced by Odin. Yeah. Maybe word hasn't traveled yet. <laughs> Maybe not. The
1: dwarves may be a little slow, yeah. So I was yeah. sort of hoping they were going to do more with that, and like pre-release footage, you know, they showed them in Svartalfheim, and they were dwarves. And and I was yeah. like, oh, this is like a city. Oh, fuck, we're actually going to like see that there is a civilization here and not just Kratos and Atreus and a bunch of dead things, you know? It's such a
0: cool moment as well when you pull up and the alarms go off. Yeah, this is yeah. Life.
1: Um, and then they never do anything with it and all the realms are completely dead and empty. And that's... Yeah. And then And then the weirdest parts happen, which is at the end of the game, they're like, we've got to go gather allies. And I'm like, who?
0: <laughs> what? are there
1: people in this universe like i yeah. have no idea still because yeah freya's like i'm going to vanaheim to get the allies and i'm like do you mean like the guy with the big dog or do you mean like actual like civil like
0: civilians uh, do they exist i have no idea Sindri's yeah, like i'm gonna really go with the scene. dwarves He was We're gonna- like the mid guardians on the wall in the right. end sequence, it's like, there's people there just There like are people.
1: people, they're just like living And they're just like farming And it's like,
0: wh-
1: where are these people? I- in does, the...
0: Yeah, this game does feel a bit Star Wars With like six people in the universe
1: Yeah, and, and it's like, we're gonna go get the dwarves And I'm like, okay, I, I have seen a few dwarves So they at least exist Or it's like, we're gonna go gather the armies of hell somehow We just do that off screen, doesn't matter We got them, no problem Um, And so they just like Have this weird setup of like Yeah, we gotta go Get everyone, and I'm like, who is everyone? Like, there are six people in this whole universe. Like, what's yeah. like, like, oh, huh? Yeah. And then and then Sindri shows up, he's like, I they didn't come, fuck you. And then that then no, like he,
0: he says no more dwarves are dying for this. It's like, what we, what were you doing then?
1: Right. So what did you do for like a week or whatever or a day <laughs> or an hour? Yeah. And then Freya's like, We got allies and and we got the Dark Elves. And the Dark Elves fucking have a peace treaty and reunite off camera and you're like, "What? huh? Like, they really whoa. like Freya. Oh god, it was so bizarre. Cause like mm-hmm. I I appreciate uh, not to just go to Horizon again, but like the the setup for Horizon Three is like we gotta get everyone together, and like that'll actually be even if the who knows you know how it's executed, but even if like the the reason they have to get together is stupid, like I know we're gonna travel around and meet lots of people, right? In because they're like Horizon has living like civil c- civilization yeah. exists there, um, and this game they just like do an entire. Like six hours worth of plot off camera in thirty seconds, and you're like, it's it's just it felt so disconnected to me. It felt like they just wanted to do their Avengers Endgame moment, oh, but yeah. they didn't have the world for it at all because there are no people in the world and there's yeah. no stakes for it.
0: Maybe this should, this story just doesn't work in one game. Maybe it just isn't. It's like a rushed Justice League type thing where it's, it, it's it felt character. like. It yeah and they're all fighting together at the end, but it hasn't really built upon this, yeah, I don't know, yeah,
1: it was very, very strange, mm-hmm. uh, because the like there's so much passion from some of the main cast of like we have to protect what's ours and this world, and i and I'm just playing it like I don't give a fuck, everyone's dead, like what <laughs> I also, Midnight? as
0: yeah, somebody who just doesn't know Norse mythology, I still didn't really know what Ragnarok was except for a war.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Oh, that, that. yeah. Okay. That's probably a problem that they didn't establish that very well for non-experts because Ragnarok is yeah. the end of the, it's the apocalypse. It's the end of the universe. Like.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand that part. They showed like, there's a lot of, um. I don't know what you call this, prophecy wooden yeah. tablet things that you open. Yeah. They showed those with big battles and stuff. But I didn't understand the stakes or what to do about it. Yeah, I, I just didn't really understand a lot about Ragnarok. Maybe yeah. that's on me for not no, listening. I no. don't know. I, I
1: I think you're right in that it's just like they are presuming everyone knows that it's just means the, the end of the. I I don't know. Yeah, because in the reality is like in the lore, like the real Norse lore. I'm pretty sure it's like everyone battles. Basically, everything dies and it's a t- it's a it's the way for the universe to be reborn essentially
0: okay well we've already gone into spoiler stuff mildly but let's just really dive in yeah yeah please. why why doesn't ragnarok happen what um was this all for why was the prophecy wrong what happened here <laughs> i don't get it what was this game about why was there so much prophecy about ragnarok when it's just odin and freya kratos and the tries fighting in a basement i don't what was this I don't before? know. What is I, Ragnarok? I don't get it.
1: I don't know. In the context of the game, <laughs> don't I it. don't know.
0: I don't get it, man. Um, What was the point of the mask and the green tear?
1: I don't know. There was no point. Yeah, That's the point, man. For The pursuit of infinite knowledge is pointless. Um, yeah. Just making the whole game be about this mask thing and then just doing nothing with it is just like... It's just so frustrating, yeah, it was, because <laughs> like they're hinting at something, and then it's just like, no, it doesn't matter, it's all destroyed. it was
0: because I thought the point whatever. was to because Atreus wanted the mask because it has it gives you access to infinite knowledge, and he was going to use that knowledge to stop Ragnarok right and save the world and save his dad, but he just that it, it just happens that way anyway. right,
1: right, without having to do anything with the mask.
0: And then there was like one throwaway short line about Frey, not Freya, um, Faye breaking, like destroying one of the physical prophecies in Jotunheim so they made their own path. But I didn't know what prophecy they were talking about because I thought they saw all of the prophecies. What was that? And then, yeah. and then she says Faye went against her people. And Faye what changed people? Her, <laughs> the giants. What? yeah I don't know I know I'm saying that I rewatched like, it this morning just the ending scene yeah. and I was like I, and then I was looking at the actual board at the end the last prophecy and I like couldn't decipher what any of it meant
1: oh me neither yeah yeah that was the that might be the weirdest part of the whole thing because that's like the the very last thing in the game of like Kratos yeah. discovering this the not very well hidden back side of the board <laughs> yeah. seeing something and like having some sort of emotional reaction that I I can't Decipher if he's like, is he happy? Is he exhausted? Yeah, is he, was he... happy
0: because it suggested he was going to be revered and worshipped, and people Ooh. liked him. But did he want that? I don't think so. I like, don't know. It's a good question. Maybe does. and and yeah,
1: it's very unclear. Of like, is I guess it's just the people of Midgard who don't exist and we've never seen ever <laughs> don't exist. Um, yeah, <laughs> are worshiping Kratos, and Kratos is both into and not into that. I guess question mark
0: yeah it doesn't really World seem like credits. kratos's things but i guess it's better than him dying is it though like i don't i don't know like kratos seems I was like convinced... the kind of guy that just would be
1: completely fine with dying as long as his kid's okay yeah I, sh- I, I he feels the like the last
0: prophecy board yeah. again to remind myself the Jotunheim one because it, it's like kratos is in Atreus' arms and there's like a weird thing coming out of him like a snake oh yeah
1: that's jormungandr the giant snake is coming out of Atreus at the end of that first yeah the the final what? drawing is Kratos is dead in Atreus's arms yeah Krey, uh, Atreus is looking up screaming and the snake is coming out of his mouth.
0: I thought oh I thought Atreus was gonna put Kratos into a marble <laughs> that's what I thought was gonna happen maybe his yeah. soul coming out and he was gonna marble his dad to s- stop him or so was, like Kratos was gonna be like I'm done marble me <laughs> or something I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. so, like, that's one of the biggest frustrations for me is because, like, I understand what they're hinting at with that first, like, the whole finale of the first game is, like, we were going to call you Loki, and, like, okay, we know Loki from the Marvel, but, like, Loki in the mythos is, like, he's a fucking shit. Like, he is basically the devil in that universe. Mm. Uh, Like, he's a problematic character. He's also the father of the giant snake, He's the yeah. father of the Lord of Hell and oh, he's the father shit. of Fenrir, the giant yeah. dog wolf that will devour the fucking sun and moon at the end of the world. And oh. and so like they set that up at the end of the first game because they, they have a drawing of Atreus giving birth to the giant snake. But you're like, oh, wait, right. That's what but wait, the, the giant snake already exists. How could he do that? And then
0: they're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't understand anything, dude. I just don't understand. I know. That prophecy rewriting like did Faye fake the jotunheim prophecy that they saw to guide them somewhere else because there's another prophecy at the end which shows that that doesn't happen so maybe that was the real prophecy and she made a fake prophecy to make sure the other prophecy uh, happens uh, i don't know i'm I'm pulling at straws here
1: they recreate the end of the first game image at the end of this game when odin is in atreus's arms yeah. and his spirit comes out of his head and that's why like, i
0: thought kratos was gonna be marbled
1: right and you're like okay so they i don't i don't fucking know me i don't even know where i'm I'm trying to like conclude somehow and i'm like i don't know i have no idea like i just yes,
0: the story sucks dude Let's it was on. so
1: fucking frustrating because there's so many sucks. interesting questions about like Oh my god, man. They they ask so many interesting questions about like actual Norse mythology and then like them doing their own weird shit with it. None of that goes anywhere. They ask so many interesting questions in the first game about like how does this world work? How did Kratos get to Norse mythology? They don't address that at all. Um there's so many things like that where it's just like they didn't care about expanding the fiction And all the things that they set up in the first game.
0: I thought some of the Greek stuff was going to leak in a bit more. Because it did in 2018. It was a big part of the whole franchise. It trickles in, in small ways, from Pottery to obviously the Blades and then Athena. That was some of the best stuff
1: in the first game as well, right? Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: you can say it's fan fiction, but it's it's so much a big part of the franchise that it makes sense to be there somewhere.
1: Yeah, and it was fascinating because you're like, wait, this is the same character. How did (laughs) he get here? How, how, like... He sees Zeus when he goes to hell. He right. sees oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Athena when he goes to get the blaze. You're like, how, why, like, what is this, like, why is this world, like, this universe leaking into the, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, um, I think there was, like,
0: a, a shadow from his past, and maybe it faded. Maybe it was just in his head, but, the like. monstrous, yeah.
1: Yeah, but also, like, this dude from greek mythology is now in the norse mythology world and i don't know how mm-hmm. that works i have no idea how that works i, uh, I, and I was definitely expecting a s- a s-
0: some sort of crossover i don't know what i was looking for but it just yeah. feels like i don't know it just feels like there should be right there's six greek games yeah the psp ones and a shitload of them yeah uh how do we conclude this story chunk dude we could uh this is like turning to a last of us 2 video <laughs>
1: I don't know. there it was very frustrating, uh, because I felt like the, I was waiting for the whole game to go somewhere and it never yeah. did. And I I I was extremely disappointed by the general story and mythos stuff in here. I, I mm-hmm. think the main plot is poopy. I think yeah. the mythos stuff, they just it's just like they just said, nah, no one cares about that shit. Let's erase it. Who cares? Moving on. And I think there's some decent character stuff hidden and in here but when when the character stuff feels in service of like kind of nothing it it's harder to appreciate i, I think um, yeah i know so, what you're saying because yeah
0: like it's complicated because like we said at the beginning of the story chunk i i really did like kratos's and atreus's journey mm-hmm. i found it hard to get used to soft kratos to begin with um i understand there's been 5 4 years between not yeah. just the release of the games, but like the narrative. So obviously things have changed with Kratos. He's not the same grizzled man he was in 2018. But I did find it really strange just how soft he was. But I do think by the end of the game, that actually pays off well. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I liked all of the Fae dream sequences. But did, again, I they're part not, of that yeah. Naughty Dog slow walking yeah. narrative exposition but stuff. But they actually pay off, right? With I like the small moment where he yeah. says he was wrong. And that you should open your heart and not close your heart. It was like a nice yeah. two-game setup, which I I, li- I like. That um, there's some good character moments. There's some good um, what do, what what do you call like when they go to Helheim and Garm there? These like spin-off like mini adventures, side adventures. Yeah, the yeah. side adventures. There's some really great stuff in there. There's some great oh, yeah. favors and missions and character moments. Um, but yeah, the main thread that keeps the game together uh ironically falls apart and i was confused and Mm -hmm. i was just looking for motivation to why we were doing anything and near the end it seems like they're setting up a motivation and then it doesn't pay off and yeah it's bizarrely bad yeah Uh, this is santa monica they're a talented studio and i cared a lot about where this story went um yeah and i can't say anything except for i think it was bad Which is not something I thought I was gonna say. Even like 10 hours into the game, I didn't think that's where I was gonna end up. Uh, And yeah, it is a huge disappointment to me. And that sucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The equivalent for me would be like getting through half. It would be like I'm playing Horizon, and then they set up at the end of the first Horizon, they're like, we're gonna explain everything that happened in the past in game two. You know, and you're like,
0: yeah, at least Forbidden West is like a. It's a, it's a direct sequel which you could almost snip off with a pair of scissors if you really wanted and, to.
1: Yeah, and and you know, and the reality is Horizon, we actually got all that exploration. I feel like this game, the first game was like, we're we're setting up all these fascinating things and then and and then they just don't do anything with any of it in the second game. Yeah. And I found that extremely frustrating. On top of the fact that, yeah, just the the main plot is just very confused. It's just a very messy, weird uh Marvel clusterfuck, and yeah, and it's a shame because there are a lot of really great individual moments throughout.
0: Sony just needs to trim the fat some of the times I think in some of their games.
1: I think they also just need to like, it's. I understand why a lot of devs are chasing the Marvel thing for multiple reasons. A, it's very marketable and sellable, and people like it. Like a lot of people are liking the story here uh because it seems complicated and deep but it's not it's a jumbled mess um, Do people
0: like the story? I haven't really like, looked at the yeah, reviews. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, from it, it there's definitely a lot of people that are like this was a this was not good and then there's the like I feel like from what I've seen where I've been looking it's like this is the best game story of all time or it's where they're like us where it's like what the fuck. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, it's made more frustrating by the quality of some of the other stuff in there. Yeah. The good character moments, there's like the whole Fenrir thing is a just a, so a perfect good, yeah. little payoff. Yeah. Like that's good shit, right? Um, I, I I liked Softy uh, Softy Kratos. He just looks so old and exhausted, and <laughs> and he's like, fuck it, man. I've been broken down so much. I'm just I'm gonna be nice now. I give up. Yeah. That's that's him giving up as being nice, which is like refreshing instead be of better. exactly instead of The Last of Us like. I give up. I'm gonna slit everyone's throats. It's like, no, yeah, come it on. is a counter
0: to the Last of it is.
1: It is, and I really appreciated a lot of the story beats there. Um, but yeah, the uh, it, I
0: Kratos is so good, man.
1: He's just such a good character. He is. They, I, I still can't believe that you can say that because he was so like just shitty in the old mm-hmm. games, and they turned like they did such a good. Self-analysis of that character. A with
0: regret the... and mistakes and Yeah,
1: and I think like the two games fit really nicely together when it comes to the Kratos and Atreus stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the overall world was a huge letdown. And yeah, I, I ended the game and I was just like the Pablo Escobar meme of just like staring out the windows like, what the fuck? <laughs> like just <laughs> I'm I'm just like so I feel so It left me feeling so cold on the whole thing. Like, I. And it even sort of like sours me on the first game as well, because at the moment, a lot of stuff has just been like brushed aside. And and I think they have a lot of ways for them to keep expanding this world. And of course, they're going to, because these games sell like crazy. And, you know, they'll probably. I don't know. Maybe they'll do like an Atreus game, or I don't know where they're going to. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know where they go. one wants that. That's also the weird thing. I don't know where they go next because they're obviously going to go somewhere because I think
0: Atreus is getting the giants back and and I don't know like uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: I appreciate not having like this insane sequel bait setup, but also being so confused that and disengaged that you're like I don't I don't know or really hmm. care where we go next is uh, yeah. disappointing because I was like I was expecting to know where we're going to go next and and have a yeah, good a setup understanding for-
0: Obviously, like, the whole community is very excited about the prospect and the rumors of uh, new mythology going forward. And it would have been nice just to have, like, a little twinkle of that, you know, a little suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Ragnarok ruined everything. Let's go to Let's go to Egypt, Egypt. yeah.
1: You know, that's always been, like, the the sort of throwaway, you know, guess or thing that people want. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense, because there's a lot of crazy god stuff in Egyptology. Um, But... Oh, it's so frustrating. And, like, I say I want to do a main story replay for the combat, but, like, I don't want to do a main re- story replay for the story. <laughs> like, no, I mean, me neither. Uh... <laughs> Are they going to... I don't know. Maybe there's going to be, like, a 30-hour DLC next fall that just, like, makes the whole game better. I don't Maybe? know. I Maybe. don't know. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. So... It's um unfortunate. It is yeah, unfortunate because because there is so much good stuff on the journey through the story that it it's it's The worst thing is when you Okay, the worst Okay, the best thing in a game is when you go into it uh expecting or not expecting anything. The best thing is when you get surprised by a game and you're like, I don't know where this game's going to go and then the game goes much further than you mm-hmm. thought. Like Horizon yeah. the first game. The worst thing is when you go into a game and you're like, ooh, I wonder where this is going to go, and it goes backwards or nowhere, and it just <laughs> yeah. like, and it lets you down. That's yeah. the most frustrating stuff, and that was what I felt yeah. throughout all this game. Not just story-wise, either. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Here we go. The <laughs> structure of this game is exhausting.
0: Structure, take it away. <laughs> um, this is like a section which, uh, you know, I'm interested to see what you feel about it because I would say if combat I feel extremely positive about and story I feel negatively about, I would say the structure of the game is something I'm just mostly middling on. I mm. do not dislike this hub world, boat around, do mini little activities on little beaches and continue on your way. Yeah. For thirty hours, I don't hate this stuff. Um, I just think yet again uh, in the classic Sony way, for me, there's just too much of this shit. Um, and there's not enough variety going on amongst the activities. Yeah. Um, specifically, I did not like the puzzles in this game. Oh God, they're so boring. Um, the puzzles actually start off really promising. Um, The Svartelheim. Is it Svartelheim? Svartelheim? Yeah. Um, When the game kind of uh, starts with these freezing water aqueduct puzzles. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, these are kind of clever. And you freeze a geyser and it changes the water flow and lifts some wheels. I was like, all right, all right, we're going somewhere. And then you get to the (laughs) knife bouncing. So the axe deflection puzzles. And I was like, these are weird. Like, this is not how (laughs) physics works. And I feel like I'm just dragging my cursor around, waiting for this line to go blue or purple, whichever was the correct colour to say you're good to go, and it just felt unintuitive, and I didn't feel like I was solving a puzzle. I was just looking around at this pad of crystal and hoping that I got it right. And then we got to the pink Mm. bubble puzzles. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my god, God, dude. I fucking hate the pink bubble puzzles. They're so bad. It just... Well, i don't know what they were thinking with these pink <laughs> bubbles because they're not so fun bad. they're yes. annoying to lay out oh and mechanically i just can't i don't know like there's no death perception so i don't no. know if they're like connected i don't know how much these bubbles have to overlap for the blades to explode them sometimes they just disappear as well like right and then if you get i didn't know this uh, andy told us last night that there is yeah, apparently no a controller button prompt to get rid of them but i didn't know there was a way to reset these bubbles so every time i got yeah. one wrong i had to replace all of them around kind of like Wait an elder cool ring down. map marker mechanic yeah and oh, i'm waiting for the arrows to cool down as well oh my, oh god. my god i didn't this even game... know that you
1: could shoot it multiple times to make the thing bigger so the first oh, like boy. eight of those puzzles i was just like I was, like, screaming at my television. <laughs> yeah. And then so and then they finally them. chimed in with a useful tip, and they said, did you know you can shoot the thing? And I'm like, wow, Freya, finally you gave me something useful instead of just solve the puzzle by doing this, you fucking moron. Um, <laughs> but
0: weirdly, the water puzzles, the deflection puzzles, they all kind of vanish, and you're just left with the pink bubble yeah. puzzles. And then the old-school fucking look-around-the-environment-for-three-things puzzles which I can't stand anymore, dude. I'm so sick of standing there as the god of war and looking around for three torches. Please (laughs) stop me looking for three bells and three torches and three things to put the other weapon in. I don't want to look around environments anymore. I want to move and I want to fight stuff. There's so many of these fucking look-around-the-environment puzzles, dude, and it drove me insane. Yeah, I feel
1: like there's way more of those of way just like more. all but the, the just, side stuff in this. I guess because there's way more realms, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, those puzzles are so annoying.
1: I, I they're also just like so brain dead easy. Every single puzzle in the game is so no, and, easy, and they're
0: tied to the apples and the horns, which are powerful. So I know. Just like, yeah. Oh my god.
1: Again, this is another reason why I look forward to New Game Plus, so I don't have to do any of that shit. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it in the first game uh again they're that quite was,
0: minimal in the first game they feel
1: appropriately play like spaced out
0: yeah all, um, i actually found the ragnarok ones to be quite obnoxious to find like more challenging yeah. especially also odin's ravens are more obnoxious as well and yeah it just the balance wasn't there there was too many of them and i just found them super frustrating and like pace wise not good
1: yeah there's a lot of like there's some of those find the three ones that you have to use the uh you, and it's like you have to hit it with a thing and the, the thing you're looking for is like a, a little tiny like one inch tall totem and right. i'm just yeah, like yeah. my 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 nose i'm like where the fuck i'm uh, i'm right up on my tv like am i missing it where is this thing i can't see I, it yeah i gave up uh, quite a
0: few of them i will say I just, yeah. I
1: just walked away yeah um i think the structure in the first game is great because you're coming back to the same area and that area is evolving over the game and you <clears> really get to know the like of the nine and seeing it change
0: yeah i missed it man i missed it
1: yeah having it just become like there's n- seven places you can just go uh and do there's these no things there's no there's anchor no- yeah the entire first game is so Cohesive, like every part of it fits together so well. Like mm-hmm. every side story is like loosely a parable about father and son relationships. Every mission ends with you returning to Midgard. Um, like everything is in service of everything else, and everything fits together, if that makes sense. Like and, so, so, and
0: Yeah, the Lake of the Nine is really creative and intelligent game design because yeah. every time Yomangander moves, it's uh, which so is tied cool. into an actual story moment where right. you're actually interacting with the snake, it changes the environments of the Lake of the Nine. And it's like really intelligent and cool evolution of the one space that you know the best.
1: Exactly, yeah. And so losing that in, 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 in exchange for just more isn't mm-hmm. worth it for me. And I no. think the zones are just, I don't know if it,
0: I, I just expected the zones to be more interesting as well because it's like... I would say the design of them is all really really good i think the visual yeah. design of every realm is really stunning and mostly varied i was maybe i thought niflheim and helheim became a little close and you know they felt interjectable. but um, yeah. yeah i thought the visual design of all the realms is really good it is it is it is yeah i was just i think
1: much like the story stuff there i was definitely after the first game that i you know sort of like I felt like they could they had a lot of room to grow with their side stuff and I was definitely disappointed by just how <laughs> much this is 100% identical yeah, to the first game. Yeah, it really game. is.
0: Just switching Valkyries for berserkers and Right. And like what what all, else is in the side stuff?
1: All the same collectible type things. Actually there's less collectibles, but that, I mean that's fine whatever. Um just here's a chest here's an angry boy here's a ghost <laughs> that needs you to go on a fetch quest with yeah um and there yeah the, and then all the puzzles the, all the puzzles felt easier and also but also less enjoyable in this i and mm-hmm. i don't know if that's just because i'm bored with them uh because they're so easy um but then the pink bubbles were just a pain in the ass oh my god uh, i hate the pink bubble. Yeah, the side stuff was just kind of, it just didn't really do anything for me. Um,
0: No, I'd say like the side stuff I liked was combat based because I had a blast with the combat. I would get excited whenever I saw a Berserker icon. I love the Berserker fights. I think they're much better than the Valkyrie fights overall. Um, But now we're talking about it, I'm kind of failing to remember what other side stuff there There's is some enemy outposts to clear There's some rift things but most of them are just like the nig- nit hog baby pickup right. things you just it's always yeah. kind of disappointing for me because again i said i was enjoying the combat so i liked right. the proper realm tears with the big big angry boys would come out of it and there wasn't There's many the, of um, those
1: the the draugr that really doesn't like you uh, the, the draugr, draugr holes hole. were
0: difficult fights i enjoyed the draw again because it's a fight and i like yeah. fighting <laughs> yeah yeah that's, I also just think, yeah. like, there
1: there aren't... There's only, like... There are, like, three side quests that are really cool. um Like, in the remember, first... In yeah. Svartalheim, you know, the big whale. Oh, super in, cool, yeah. In Alfheim, the big jellyfish. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. Cool, that was yeah. actually, like, one of the... That might be the best quest in the game, just because it, it also... Again, it's, like, the first game where there's, like, nice, uh you know, parent parenting sort of story basically but in a different also, form yeah and when you
0: come back they've had babies and the babies are in the air that's cool yeah
1: yeah and they have to like sacrifice themselves to keep keep the line going basically um that stuff's really good but then those are both pretty early those are both in the first like 15 hours
0: yeah this game starts really strong
1: well it, it,
0: it... i really liked uh svidalheim i was really into the whole um yeah loop at that point
1: i was gonna say this, the story mission stuff I thought was exceptionally boring for the first 15 hours. Cause it is like the most linear fucking. Oh yeah. Oh my God, please let's open up. But yeah, Svartalfheim is a, is a like fun zone to explore and, and feels nicely interconnected. Um, Vanaheim is the most obnoxious place on earth. <laughs>
0: <Vanaheim>? <laughs> I was so just exploring it.
1: Is it Vanaheim? I'm thinking,
0: of? yeah. That was like the biggest area in the game, basically. Yeah, I mean, there were a the... lot.
1: Re exploring Vanaheim, oh my god, yeah, what a pain in the ass! So, like, the first game suffered, quote unquote, from being so good that there was very little that needed improving, you know what I mean? And, um, hmm. uh, but there were a few things that they needed to improve from the first game, uh, and they didn't improve them at all. And one of those things was the map. The map was it, fucking yeah. useless and it is, is so well. shit. The compass is useless and the map is useless and re exploring Banheim. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did one thing oh, the other my day. God. I had a question mark top right of the map. I think it's by the abandoned oh, village. You're never gonna find it, dude. I, <laughs> never gonna get there. It was a droga hole. It was the last one I needed for like the chaos blade, oh God, uh, whatever that you call took it. Like thirty fucking minutes it, to get to I that. I did game. it, and it took so long to get there oh and back that I was God. shocked that I'd missed... I was like, I must have missed a uh, nope. warp, not warp gate, whatever you call it. Yeah, uh, Rome travel door. I was like, I yeah, must yeah. have missed one. There's no way. It would make me do all this like wall climbing and shimmying along, and yeah, I just I didn't find one. So yeah, I I don't know if I shouldn't have missed it the first time, but it wasn't fun to re-explore. No, it felt it was not like I was doing something very wrong. You know, like it wasn't designed to be done that way.
1: Yeah, and if you try and like re-explore the Vanaheim area too early, you don't have the ability. To actually get date. to some spots and changing the time of day. Yeah. And so you, like, paddle and paddle and paddle and open your map and be like, which fucking direction do I go here? Okay, left, paddle, paddle, I get to a dead end. And you're like, oh, my God. Okay, let me turn. Like, I, there were a couple of times where I just I reloaded an autosave instead of fucking walking <laughs> all the way back. Because it was so yeah. tedious. And it's a game where you, like, encouraged to re-explore everything Mm. and oh my god some of those zones are so
0: obnoxious to get around yeah uh there's a couple it's mm. disappointing because i can't give specifics but if you imagine the Vanaheim map if you go left kind of into the ocean there's like a winding path which leads up to a place which you already explore in the story quest and there's like a route designed just for backtracking i don't know if you know what i'm talking about specifically Probably, like, yeah, I think the so. The bottom of Vanaheim map where you start, you can take like yeah. a left, you go across that weird drawbridge thing, you use it to get... <laughs> at the end, you might have to bleep that.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Svarnelheim. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, is it Svarnelheim? Yes, sorry, yes, sorry. You're right, you're right. That's my bad. Um, but like, there's a whole piece of the map which is designed specifically for backtracking, I believe, because mm. you get up there via lift before... And I was like, oh, this is cool. They've designed specific portions of the map so for completionists, because there was a berserker fly up there, you've got like a new thing to explore. Mm-hmm. But in certain areas, it isn't like that at all. It's right. you are retreading. A main story mission, which is empty from any, en- yeah, enemies. and it's like
1: five minutes, 10 minutes of yeah, it's walking locked. and explore. And it's just like, oh my god, it was so frustrating. And I don't know if you ever did you figure out how to turn the water, get the water back up into the second
0: zone? Water back in van? No,
1: okay, you must not. Yeah, yeah, in the desert yeah, yeah. area. Okay, I feel- yeah. Well, I didn't realize you could break that piece of wood that was blocking your path to that spot. <laughs> Okay, okay. And so I spent like an hour re-exploring that zone and I had to look up a guide on how to get there. And let me tell you, it's not easy to find a guide for a thing that's like piss easy. was just like this piece of wood right, and there's yeah. a rage stone behind it. But I didn't realize that. And I thought it was one of those things that you had to grapple and like yank down from the other side. You're
0: talking about releasing the dam?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, to get, yeah. To get up to the area where the water, to the dam. I. Right. Oh my god, I never want to re-explore that zone ever again it was so <laughs> that, that, yeah. so annoying
0: that area was my least favorite of the game uh just because it it's was like, yeah it, there was a lot of reused boss fights the dragons yeah. were pretty cool i like fighting the dragons they were new things mm-hmm. um, but yeah that was just where that specific format of the game the boating around and doing mini islands it just kind of reached its peak of repetition for me there uh, luckily that was the last of that sort and then the game kind of ends but that was, like, one too many for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's too bad they don't do anything new with it. I think that, like, ev- the sur- surprise of it is interesting, and then, like, the way yeah. it sort of evolves with the water is really cool. Um, But it's just more. It's just more. Um, yeah,
0: it's just more, yeah.
1: I felt that fatigue pretty much immediately when we got to Svartalfheim, and they're like, now you can... D- boat around and hop off onto the shore and do the same things you did in the first game. I was kind of like, oh man, like really? We're just, this is just exactly the same game again, huh?
0: I found it kind of funny that boating around had become a thing. <laughs> Kratos yeah. was just a boater now.
1: Yeah, it's a little, it's oh, a little okay. weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're, we're boating. Also, oh, <laughs> was there the only person who laughed when... In Svartohaim, there's like a weird transition where you lie down in the boat to go under something. <laughs> I was like, what yeah, is this? Was... <laughs> Why am I lying down in this boat? It's so weird. It's, it's like another it's, hidden, it's like a hidden Sony load screen, but they couldn't figure out how to make it make sense in a boat. The right. Kratos just lies just like on his back and like yeah. looks like he's died in a Viking it's burial. Funny. It's really yeah. weird.
1: Yeah, and that's part of the bummer. It's just like, we're two years into the PS5 and it's just like, this is such a PS4-ass game. Oh, you know? the
0: wall shimmying, can I die?
1: The fucking wall shimmying and hidden low. And there's definitely less of it in this than there was in the first game, but it's still, there's a lot yeah, of it. And the the climbing stuff, it's just like so brain dead. The, that's the main <laughs> problem for me. It's just the side content is just so brain dead easy and mindless that it's not like, it's not satisfying me mindless. It feels like, I'm just, like, my brain is falling out of my ears. Like, it's just, it's just... Yeah,
0: you know more than I would, because just for context, I finished the game last night, and I haven't uh, done any scouring. Right. I've done, I think, there's, like, 12 Berserkers. I think I'm on, like, seven. I haven't Mm -hmm. done the double or triple Berserker. There's obviously talk of a big Valkyrie boss fight out there, Mm -hmm. which I haven't done. And I've done one. I liked last night where, like, the Asgard shards appear. And then mm-hmm. there's a I did one and Freya I think Freyja says, I wonder how many there are out there and Kratos goes, We'll just have to find out. And then it says one out of ten <laughs> bottom yeah. left. I was like, oh yeah. there's ten. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's the answer. Kratos, you don't see the UI? Okay.
1: And they're just they're just enemy outposts again with like six there's like one or two that are slightly different, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I was
0: and I I'm gonna go um, back and do the big boss fights because I enjoy the boss fights and combat in this game a lot. Mm-hmm. but uh, not looking forward to having to find them on the map
1: man what a pain in the ass good god holy mm. shit some of them were so frustrating um yeah I'm, I am I am glad that they aren't like that this is the end of the Norse saga just because it hopefully means that they're done with this format um, yeah. even though I, I feel foolish saying that because it's probably not going anywhere but my hope is that it does mm, I mean every or, Sony game is the fucking same now dude I just want them to like I don't know. I don't know. And and it's all made more frustrating by the, which has come up a lot. And I'm glad it's been discussed so much. The relentless quips, hinting quips from your allies. in this. Oh yeah.
0: Have we not talked about that yet?
1: Oh my God. For a game that is so brain dead simple to navigate your way through the frequency with which the allies would be like, just do this idiot. Just here's the solution. Like I just walked up to the puzzle. I haven't even looked at it yet. And you're telling me what to do. Yeah. It's annoying. And and they do it in combat as well. It's like, you know, you should really block. And I'm like, my, I've been
0: playing this game for 40 hours, Mimir. Shut up. Every time you get a crystal in that last area, you should go to the pool and put your crystal in. It's like, I yeah. know, dude. I'm saving all my crystals to do it in one trip to be efficient. Yeah. I don't want to go there 20 times. Kratos, you're on fire, but
1: you probably already knew that. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, shut up. <laughs> like, that is that makes the... the yeah. It makes the side content more annoying to me because it's so easy. And then the game is like, you're too fucking stupid to understand what you're supposed to do. We got to tell you what to do immediately.
0: This is uh, stuff we were talking about on the podcast where it's just triple A-isms. Oh, God. The game reaches a certain scope and scale and they unfortunately just have to put these crutches in for yeah. everyone. You know?
1: I know, I know, I know. But, but like also the you, first- can be,
0: you can do accessibility in the reverse order and make things optional and harder for people who want that, you know? yeah yeah i looked for it and i couldn't find it so
1: like they need a an option in these games called i have a functioning brain in my head yeah turn it on yes i agree um because like the first game i i never remember that coming up in the first game ever No, uh maybe it's because atreus wasn't as smart because he was a dumb kid and he doesn't know how to solve puzzles as well and now he's like a maybe it's storytelling maybe it's diegetic storytelling where atreus is so fucking smart he's solving the puzzles before his dad can even fucking Whoa. look at them he's got to tell you like i don't know it's, it was so obnoxious. it worked,
0: it worked in the first game because there was like runic stuff and atreus could was the only person who could read the runes yeah so in the context it made sense because kratos literally couldn't read that stuff
1: yeah and also in the first game like kratos is you know he's just like a dumb killing machine basically yeah. or you know on his path to being slightly more than that and yeah. mm-hmm. oh god it's so um, the other thing that needed to be improved from the first game that was probably made even worse in this game is all the UI and fucking upgrades and oh put this on and unequip that and
0: ambulance. yeah there's a oh. lot of stuff
1: oh god I'm getting a headache oh.
0: pommels and pommels. there's a shield oh, with a thing in the middle of the oh, shield my. as well <laughs> it's so bad. There's so many of them. There's so many of them. You know, you've got a you know, thing you've, th- you've got a handle for the blade, and then something for another thing. Yeah, and then you get this amulet that has like
1: nine slots on it. Oh, the every... amulet! Oh, I forgot god. about the amulet. Oh, yeah, I just kind
0: of yeah, the amulet. Oh my god! And then so you've got to remember that you can use your exp to upgrade your fury and each runic thing, and also the whatever you call the the relic. L one circle? Yeah,
1: the L. Yeah, the relics. Yeah, you can upgrade
0: yeah. that. You got to remember, you can upgrade that. And Atreus oh, and your and skills summons. have
1: bonus points that you can put yeah. on them. Oh my god! I did.
0: I made everything stun, and that was uh, pretty juicy.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <sighs> well, let me just look through my notes for anything miscellaneous. I really liked the weird
1: roguelite zone, mist zone, zone in Niflheim in the first game, and I wanted them to do more with that, and they just deleted it from the second game. They just yeah, said, I, no, we
0: can't be I bothered. I didn't, so I can't really back you up on that, but it's weird that the Niflheim... Really... How was the yeah. Crucible like? Because I didn't touch it. I'm it's, not it's playing worse. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> I'm not playing There that. are
1: three challenges. No, there's three I... rooms with two, ch- two or three challenges each, and then a central one... And to get the... And the central challenge is, like, the really hard ones. To get the central challenges, you have to combine, like, room one with room three, and then room one with room two, and you have to redo the challenge in room one every fucking time. Uh, So you just, like, are repeating the same challenges to get a new challenge.
0: Yeah, combat arenas are not my thing in any game. I ignored the arena in Forbidden West, and I did the same thing in Moose I just It's not my thing. Um, I... Always find like unnatural enemy wave stuff to just feel bad. I don't want to fight f- enemies for three minutes straight. Uh, I there's a lot of fighting in the game, curated, designed yeah. combat encounters, and I will just play those and have a good time. I, I really liked the trials in the first game
1: because I liked the combat and because yep. I was so enjoying it. And again, it's that same problem. Like the combat was never clicking for me, so the trials were just more frustrating. So I just mm-hmm. went to give me a story mode and just grinded through them in half an hour and then you got so many crafting resources from it, it's ridiculous. Um
0: also there is one thing which I cannot criticize. Oh shit, can't criticize as much because I understand it's another triple A Uh but like the realm travel is not as satisfying in this game. Um Mm. I understand it's just way faster. And you don't have to walk all the way back to the realm travel room. And traveling between realms is more consistent and happens more in Ragnarok. So it has to be quicker. I understand. I don't even know if I would change it if I had the option. Um, But, I, man, it it was so exciting to travel to a new realm in the realm travel room. It was so dramatic and bright Mm -hmm. and visceral. And, yeah, maybe it's just nostalgia. uh, And it would probably be annoying in Ragnarok. But just want to pour one out for the old Rome travel room, especially as it evolved and you found like different layers to it and you spun it around at yeah. the end. God, oh so cool. yeah. Uh, I we will say, I don't it. know if you've refound, if you went back there,
1: but there is actually you, no? quite a bit of dialogue that says ex- like literally word for word, exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like you get back there and a trace is like, man, I miss using this place. It was fucking awesome. And Kratos yeah. just like, yeah, it was pretty sick. <laughs> it was. Uh, they, so they 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 know as well, and they acknowledge it. And you'll you'll appreciate it when you come, come stumble back on it. Mm-hmm, that um, sounds cool. Yeah, I yeah that yeah it's think, it's very quick to get around in this game, which is for the better for sure. But
0: yeah, I think what is overall quite shocking to me is how similar I feel about Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There was like I absolutely adored the combat system in Forbidden West. I thought mm-hmm. it was a massive improvement. The animation, the visuals, the world design of Forbidden West is just ridiculous. Not to spoil anything, but I do put it a little bit above Ragnarok and all those oh, yeah. uh, apartments, departments. Ragnar-
1: yeah, Ragnarok like visually at least looks like a PS4 game on steroids. P-
0: like I Horizon. I think this game looks pretty good. Not Horizon Sharp Horizon Forbidden good. West it is still good. to me yeah. the best looking game ever made. Oh
1: yeah, like by a mile. Yeah.
0: but. I just was a bit disturbed by how similar these games felt in like pacing and design and the way they've evolved. Mm -hmm. I don't know the inner workings of Sony. Um, I know that Santa Monica and Guerrilla are two different studios. They are very long ways away
1: from each other too. (laughs) They are made
0: by two different groups of people.
1: Yeah,
0: But I'm starting to suspect that Sony has a bit more finger in the pie than maybe we know. And that they are maybe demanding certain things from their biggest first party creators. I do wonder, yeah, because. Because it... there's a lot more openness, there's a lot more icons, and it's a lot longer God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon Forbidden West. And the stories are more groupy. Mm-hmm. Um, Horizon and God of War all have a big group of characters who share a base together, and then come together for like a final battle. I found it weird. How the background stuff in the last mission really reminded me of the background stuff in the last mid- mission of Forbidden West, yeah, there was just a lot of same feeling stuff, and yeah. I'm just a little worried about how I have not liked any Sony first party sequels more than their predecessors. They've all felt more bloated, more cumbersome, more I don't know. we've gone yeah. through it a hundred times. The stories feel worse. But the frustrating part is simultaneously, they do improve on big aspects, specifically gameplay, at least from my perspective. Yeah. I think the combat in God of War Ragnarok is better than 18, and the same thing for Horizon. But yeah, I don't have any conclusive thoughts on this. It's more like conspiracy theorists at this part, but it's weird to me how similar I feel about Forbidden West and Ragnarok, and how I did not like the overall direction both of those sequels went overall even though I came away definitely still liking both those games and thinking they had a lot of positive stuff within them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if there's any more Sony IPs left for them to tarnish that I even care about. Uh, They've already fucked up Last of Us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Uncharted, Ratchet and Clank, I guess. It's interesting
1: because, like, there haven't really actually been that many sequels to, like, the new Sony games, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Horizon was kind of the first... I mean, The Last of Us i don't know like uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't count to me just because it's a sequel to like a 10 year old game and uh, i don't feel... think it's
0: weird how in last of us 2 there's one short open world section what if there's that... like a contract where they have to do open world stuff from now on and naughty dog was like mm, this is a little way around it
1: i don't know i i don't Chin know no, hat stuff. that didn't stand out to me because they were messing with it in uh in the Lost Legacy and it like worked really well in Lost Legacy. That was an Uncharted
0: 4 sequel.
1: I guess, yeah.
0: So coming Um, together. But
1: like Horizon the I feel like Horizon Onwards, Horizon 1 onwards was like the new Sony era in it, because then we got like Spider-Man and Ghost of Tsushima and God of War and all these things. And we've only gotten in my mind sequels to two of those so far. But I definitely agree um that there is a concerning number of similarities between the two i just don't
0: want their games to be homogenized like Ubisoft stuff yeah and they're starting to feel similar to me
1: i'm with you yeah and i really liked forbidden west um Uh, and i wasn't i wasn't particularly bothered by the bloat and the sort of marvelification of it but i am retroactively now looking at it being like Hmm. because this game really is a, kind of the same thing as horizon and it's mm. odd i agree mm-hmm. um and it is also frustrating because this sounds like we fucking hated this video game like
0: this you know, that's what i was saying at the beginning of the review i, I know it it's yeah. so frustrating. it's
1: like we finished combat f-
0: at 20 minutes so it's been an hour and 40 minutes of railing on ragnarok
1: yeah, and it's it feels stupid because like uh, you know, like it's it's constructive it's criticism that comes when you like really liked something and it, or the first thing or whatever, but like I I had I, I liked this game. It was you fucking it, yeah. fun as shit and there were like tons of awesome moments in it and it was it's so well made, like it's ridiculously high quality. Everything is just wow. Fantastic. Um in terms of just production values and all mm-hmm. that and it's oh yeah and it's fun you know once the combat really clicks with me but yeah it's it's uh, it's so weird to have a chat like that where you're just like if you if you feel let down but it was yeah. also really way better and fun and good and sucked and uh i'm tired i don't know
0: i don't I know i think i think products are a sum of their parts yeah and i think for- forbidden well i mean and we should not bring it up again it's a different fucking thing but i know i think um the of ragnarok the sum of ragnarok's parts are not all that good and i think it's disappointing yes i agree to with me that. i think the combat is incredible um maybe one of my favorite combat systems of all time i just had an absolute blast So I will remember Ragnarok pretty fondly as having a very good time throughout. Yeah. Um, but with sequels, you you know, you have things you have expectations. Yes. And expectations, no expectations like what what am I looking for here? There's like a a bar of quality or things that I I don't know, man. I don't know what words I'm looking for here. Yeah. But like when it's a second game, you just expect things to move move forward or you expect things to be equal or better, and this game is worse yes. than 2018, in my opinion. Oh, I think
1: 2018 is like more or less as close to a perfect AAA video game as you can get in mm-hmm. terms of it achieving all of its goals and being this incredibly coherent, cohesive package from start to yeah. finish. And and as a like reboot, like there's a reason that game has sold so many copies because it is like staggeringly well made and and intelligent and like we talked about on the podcast recently, like it's so smart about how accessible and casual friendly it is. And, you know, at times it's a little too much so, but you, you I looked at him like, this is genius. Like this is genius work for selling 30 million copies of a video game. Um, but then it is also just like the combat was incredible. The storytelling is solid. The visuals, yada, 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 yada. The world structure is creative. Yeah, I think Ragnarok, for me, Ragnarok is worse in every way because the combat did not click for me the way it did in the mm-hmm. first game and then the story is a letdown. I mean the visuals are better, of course. The oh, yeah. the voice acting is as good if not better. Um but like as a as a whole, like you said, the sum of its parts um the first game is almost more than the sum of its parts. Like it it you add up all these great things and you get like this thing that's like wow, this is actually somehow kind of like even better than it has any right to be and this game is definitely uh left me bummed yeah and i I am shocked by that
0: (laughs) yeah things everything needs to be like balanced and good in a product for it to come together and i can say that the combat system in forbidden west and uh, ragnarok are superior to the predecessors and then logically you would think well Surely you like it more then because you had more fun fighting and the games are mostly about fighting. Mm-hmm. But there's there's like an unspoken special feeling or something when a game is consistently good in all areas. Mm-hmm. Even if the highs of Ragnarok are higher than the highs of 2018, it's about everything coming together in a clean fashion that like mm-hmm. sticks with you. Um, and again, like Last of Us 1, uh, 2018 God of War, uh, horizon they all capture this like perfect little package they have an idea a direction and they nail it and their their sequels just haven't none of them yeah. they're all like last of us two i don't know if there's like this pattern i should keep bringing up and it's a ragnarok review but i'm kind of more going to sony sequels yeah. like the next if you want to do, like marvel and call this like phase two of sure. whatever this stuff is it just it's been too messy too inconsistent and too all over the place and yeah their direction is not really working for me at this moment and if they continue in this direction, I would probably keep liking their games less. I think yeah. that's how I want to end this. Yeah. At, least, at least my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I would mostly agree, even though like, I still find their formulas satisfying. I don't know, maybe I don't anymore. I think Ragnarok was the one that sort of broke it for me.
0: I mean, like, I still watch Marvel Phase 4 movies. (laughs) I I do not. (laughs) I I still watch Uh, Captain Strange and whatever, because why not? They're they're fun. And that's how I feel about Sony at the moment, whereas before I would revere their work as the best out there in the industry. And now I look at them as just like, eh, these are fun and shiny.
1: Yeah. Which is a step
0: down to me.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at as well, which is too bad. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just hope that we see them shift away from it a little bit i i I do think i don't know it's hard to know of course it'll be easier to judge in like two years but i i do feel like a lot of this story aside i do feel like a lot of it comes down to like the cross-gen stuff you know where it's like
0: yeah or just like sequel expectations and scared of affecting fans and you have to play it safer or something
1: yeah i mean that's obviously going to be a big part of it because these are enormously expensive games you can tell like just by looking at them and you have to be able to sell millions of copies i get all that but i also do think i would love to have seen a world where horizon forbidden west and ragnarok were both ps5 only games and they Mm -hmm. were able to like really explore that hardware and apply that structurally to their formulas because I feel like both games would have been way better if they could have, if they didn't have like the hardware constraining them. But maybe that's not true. Maybe that's just how they were always going to make these games. Um, I, we'll never know, obviously. Um, so yeah, I just sort of hope that the PS Five generation gets going at some point here. As I look at my watch and it's like almost 2023, and I, I just feel like I'm just sort of tired of these games that. Um, were made for old consoles, and and then I hope that people. I just wish people would get over Marvel shit because it's just not that interesting. And
0: I Marvel and Ubisoft game design. Yeah, it's like Marvel Please storytelling move on from both of those.
1: Yeah, Marvel storytelling with Ubisoft game design. Ugh. not a combo I'm particularly fond of. Uh, I mean it was fine, like in Spider Man, but I'm just ooh, no, yeah, it's ooh, been like five years, yeah. dude. It's been too long. Yeah, too long, and. I would feel so much better about all this if I had been really into the story here. Like if they had locked, if they had done a good job with their story (laughs) and I had enjoyed it, I would have been like I was with Horizon where it's like, even though, you know, it's like I had a good time. I was happy and I was exploring all these things and doing all these things because I was enjoying their storytelling with the characters. And this, it was just like every other part that is still like great or good in Ragnarok is let down for me because the story I'm just like, just totally not into uh, and that's too bad so yeah uh, it's going to be really interesting to see where Sony and these studios go over the next few years I'm I'm fascinated yeah. I'm fascinated so
0: especially as these franchises just just get bigger and bigger as
1: time yeah goes that's on. also the thing like this was Ragnarok that... was like the yeah. biggest Sony launch of all time so and that
0: doesn't usually correspond with creative no. Uh, innovation
1: no certainly not um so Hmm.
0: we'll see eh, we just have to keep waiting for new ips where people take risks and do something bold yeah maybe maybe hideo kojima
1: (laughs) well we'll see we'll see we got the game awards in a week or something so maybe Um, please
0: make me something weird
1: but you know i mean like god of war 2018 was not a new ip right so you can still do wild and creative stuff with your existing ip it's just you know the classic the age-old question of like do we actually need to innovate no so let's just make the same thing every mm. year. And that's unfortunate. Until we hit the so. wall
0: of diminishing returns. Yeah, until until sales
1: start to... Don't reflect, you know, success. Why should... Like, that's what God of War did. Ascension bombed after three sold the most copies in the series. They So they said, okay, we gotta fucking mix it up. Mm-hmm. And... We're not going to see that mix up soon, I don't think. But maybe yeah. I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be Ragnarok
0: wrong. was like sold a trillion and was critically acclaimed by everyone.
1: So. The It is a little weird to me how it reviewed exactly the same uh, as the first game because it is objectively worse in <sighs> so
0: many fucking ways. But that doesn't we Those don't. Need reviewers to are stupid, man. They are. They are. And they are you know, like, on because they got a game early. Oh, my God, I got Ragnarok. Guys, I'm playing Ragnarok and you're not playing Ragnarok. It's the best fucking game I've ever played. I also That's just how think the that dumb brains work.
1: It is, it is. But I also think there is, like, a large, large segment of people, both that are making games, reviewing games, and playing games, that are totally into this Marvelification of things. Because, of course... It's
0: because they've they been are. playing games for two years.
1: <laughs> well, and, I mean, Marvel movies are still the most successful <laughs> movies out there. and because they've
0: been watching movies for five years.
1: Exactly. They're fucking <laughs> bad movies, but people are stupid <laughs> and we're smart. <laughs> they need to make games for us, not the stupid people. No, because oh,
0: they're easier to sell stuff to.
1: I know, exactly. But we also are easy to sell to because we're going to play it all anyway. So fuck yeah. me, I guess. Um,
0: yeah. I really like Ragnarok. <laughs> I thought it was really fun. What I think I'm with game. you.
1: I think I'm with you. I really want to replay it because <laughs> oh, I, I'll no be problem. able to just be like, accept it for what it is and f- have yeah. fun with all the cool good shit that's in the game, yeah. of which there is plenty. A lot. There's a lot of, uh, I love- of good shit.
0: Yeah, the game is yeah, really fun. Puzzles suck. Story sucks. <laughs> Sony suck. <laughs> <laughs> the end.
1: The uh, let's go play yeah. Dead Space 1 again and then Dead Space 1 again.
0: Yeah, let's play Dead Space 4.
1: Dead Space 4 and Dead Space 1 coming soon, baby. Here we go.
0: Well, alright. Hmm. Uh it is time to talk about Callisto Protocol. Um, maybe not in the most prompt manner. Um, but I guess we should start with a little backstory because <laughs> um no one has context for like the small journey. <laughs> this game went on when it comes to me specifically playing it because I think you kind of went in out of curiosity, yeah. Um, but I didn't. Uh, the reviews for this game dropped and they were not good, and I just didn't really care, honestly. Uh, I don't know if it was just the time of the year, but it was basically the last game of 2022, like the last big game, anyway. Oh, definitely, yeah. And the reviews came out and people were like, yeah, this game isn't scary or fun. And I just kind of very quickly, emotionally moved on. Uh, I think in one, one of the podcasts, I did say it was like my most anticipated game of the year. Right. That's what I wanted to make sure was
1: said, because you were really quite looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I was quite alarmed by how quickly I was like, well, all right, never <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah. It was like an hour. I was like, well, you know. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I'm old and jaded and very cynical or yeah I've just been burnt I think so many times that when people were like this isn't a good game I just didn't care and what probably helps is the fact that Dead Space is coming very soon, Right. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is also on its way so as a survival horror fan or just a horror fan in general I have some lifelines, you know. So... Yeah, and you still
1: had Signalis to play as well, right? <laughs> uh, let Let's not go into Signalis <laughs> just yet.
0: So yeah, I was just like, well, you know, that's gaming, baby. Uh, sometimes yeah. something seems cool and it's a miss.
1: Yeah, um... and like I, I, um, I thought I it looked great, and then, but like two or three weeks before it came out, I don't know, I just had like a sort of gut feeling saying this game, I think this game might end up being really bad. And yeah, uh, you did say that. And yeah, and then the reviews dropped, and I followed a similar course to you. It was like, oh, this game is bad, whatever, Dead Space is out in, like, a month, and that game yeah. will be good. And we didn't buy it or play it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then, like, two days later, I don't know why, I sent some emails, and we got a code for it for the PS5. Yeah. <laughs> uh, partially, you know, the PC version also at launch was completely unplayable, so that, that sort of, like, I don't know ps I didn't even think about console versions, but then, uh, I don't know, it was, you know, there was something, I don't know, some dark presence calling me, and I sent an email, and we got codes, and then, uh, I played it, like, you did, I played it launch week, yeah, I think I played it, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um the, and funny, the should... funny thing
0: is is we yeah. we got a code basically we got a code each the way we do it we both had access and I still did not play it even though I had access to the game for free. Yeah, I really put my foot down. I was like I just you know I'm getting old man. I'm not going to play games just for the sake of playing them. Yeah. Even though I have access to them, if you know if it's a bad game I don't want in. But um, it was honestly you who convinced me, mostly <laughs> through like wanted to drag me down into hell. But you, you know, you had some mixed, some mixed opinions. You let me know, you let us know in the Discord, and you know, you made it sound not all bad. And it was enough to eventually get me on board. But uh, you might as well start and keep going because you did get into this. Uh, I think you beat the game before I started it, right?
1: Oh yeah, by like a week, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and we should specify something. I think fairly substantial happened between yeah, when I, I played say. it and you played it. They put out oh. a really big patch. Uh, I think it was about two weeks after launch. It was like, I think it was quite literally like the day before you started playing it. And uh, nice, they, they, go. they never released patch notes for this patch, but they just sort of tweeted like, we've changed a lot of the combat things and made tweaks to here and there. And it's only through basically... Uh, browsing like Reddit comparisons and things like that, where it's become apparent that the patched version of the game that you played is actually fairly importantly different from the version that I played and the version that was reviewed at launch. I mean, it's still the exact same game, of course, um, but there are a lot of small but uh, significant changes to things like healing speed um turning radius weapon swapping uh one hit kills boss balance uh the list is is long and Mm -hmm. um that will affect things i think to a degree (laughs) yeah okay because you know like there's a mini boss that when i played it if you got hit by it at all you instantly died and nice. after the patch you could take two hits from it on on a, and that's that's a big deal that's a big difference um so things like that uh yeah so keep that in mind i would say across the chat so anyways yeah. yes jameson but,
0: played pre patch i played post patch
1: yes like they made it so that as a good example the healing healing mid combat was impossible when i played mm-hmm. it cuz the animation took 8 seconds um, and the healing post patch is, like, two and a half seconds long and looks janky because I'm pretty sure they just hit, like, 2.5x speed modifier applied to it. And hmm. But, like, you know, that's the difference between I can heal in combat and I cannot heal in combat. Uh, stuff like that. It's, it was, it's, you know, it adds up. Um, but, yes, I played through all of the Callisto Protocol weirdly quickly. I mean, it's not a long game, first of all. Uh, mm-hmm. They said... They said like 14 hours pre-release. I beat it in six hours. Um,
0: Yeah, I think I was eight.
1: I was very thorough. I I thought I might have missed huge areas, but I... Can you be
0: thorough in this game?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, as thorough as you can in basically a a hallway shooter with (laughs) little spokes that go off it. Yeah. Um, But in the sense that, like, did I miss a bunch of little paths? No, because I I got, I think... um, I think I wrote it down. Oh, yeah. I got. I only missed five collectibles in the entire game. So like, you know, I explored. Those collectibles. Well, the audio logs are the collectibles. Oh, um, okay, okay. So like, that's just my judge of okay. Yeah, I explored the map pretty thoroughly, or the game pretty thoroughly. When did you um, check
0: those trophies? Because I played on your account, remember?
1: I checked them like the night I beat it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I was very thorough. Um and I beat the game in six hours. It was mm-hmm. if I hadn't paused to write a long tirade at one point, it probably would have been five hours and fifty-five three hours. minutes <laughs> or so. Um But I played it through in like three sittings. And I uh I don't think Cluster Protocol is good. Um in fact I think it's mostly a giant pile of shit. <laughs> but <laughs> I played it all and I didn't hate it. I don't think. Yeah. And I I don't know. It was it's not it's a weird thing to play through a whole game and think it's pretty much from start to finish the most unimaginative and uncreative thing I've played in a decade um but still kind of have a f- Something to it that I enjoy, but also yeah. hate it, and it's a weird, it's sort of a weird thing.
0: Uh... Uh, yeah, I, uh, I quite like the Callisto Protocol. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I had a really, really fun time with this game, um, but not because it's good. Right. Uh, this This game is quite crappy, I would say. Y- <laughs> yes, it's, it's really quite crappy. Um, I'm obviously talking from the perspective of post. Patch. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, if people haven't played the game by now, that would be their experience as well. For sure. And you will either be into the strange decisions made in this game or you will not. Yeah. I would say I liked it from, I don't want to say I- an ironic point of view because it wasn't ironic. It was more fascinating. Yes. Uh, th- this game to me feels like an AI generator tried to make a Dead Space game. Yeah, there's so many aspects of this game that are really, really bizarre. Uh, The combat being the first thing that stands out. Uh, I mean, we're obviously very late to the party, and I'm sure this was uh, a very viewed game when it comes to reviews. Because, you know, when anything's negative and popular, people kind of seek these opinions out. So people have probably seen the very strange like Nintendo punch out like combat. Um, but when I saw the reviews, I didn't really realize how easy the combat was and how almost untouchable you could become. Once you learn just to hold the left stick left and then right afterwards, mm. you basically can become invincible in this game and never be touched unless you are mobbed. Uh, when you are mobbed, it can kind of fall apart. But yeah, the game is very, very easy uh, in a way <laughs> which I found very bizarre for a survival <laughs> horror game. <laughs> Yeah. because it's called survival horror survival yeah it's supposed to be hard to survive in a survival horror game and maybe you could say this is an action game and not a survival horror game but i feel like when you really advertise a market and pitch your game as like a dead space not successor but like an inspired thing a not spin-off but you know what i mean it's an homage yeah. kind of to dead space spiritual successor yeah or whatever yeah there are expectations at least to be in the same genre as dead space and yeah there's just no like survival ing in this game until for me it was a certain boss near the end which we'll get to in a you know another little talk it's the least
1: tense game i've maybe ever played actually like it's like playing a nintendo game Uh,
0: but for different reasons from what you said but keep going Because in survival horror, usually there is uh, a limited amount of resources. Your resources is the thing you are trying to be scarce with, you are really searching for. Um, But Callisto, until the very end, where bullets actually do start to help, for the majority of Callisto, you only really need a big spiky electric baton, your big stick, and you can kind of kill everything. Mm Mm-hmm. You're really powerful in this game for like 75% of it, and I thought it was kind of fun to just plod around a corridor and dip, dash, and dodge every attack and crush an enemy's head. Uh, Because I think the animations in this game are really well done. It's really visceral and hard-hitting. The game actually has some quite good dual sense, uh, whatever you want to call it. What's the... uh oh yeah the, the, the haptic was it the, the haptic haptic, the, the, yeah like crunchy controller or yeah uh, like yeah. the r2 button has like the resistance like, it, mm-hmm. on ps5 it actually felt like quite satisfying and fun um every everything i liked about this game comes with like an asterisk of it just being really weird which, oh yeah like the combat i quite liked but it's just like what <laughs> what, what why is thinking? this the co- what were they what how did this happen how is this the combat In a survival horror game, it feels like, I don't know. I don't know what it feels like. This is kind of why I enjoy playing Callisto, because it's like an enigma. It is. It's such a bizarre product. That's why I said it felt like it was made by a computer or an AI, because I just don't understand the humans who would make these conscious design decisions. Because why would you make a survival horror game about hitting enemies with a stick and you can dodge every attack almost flawlessly until, like, the last quarter of a game? That means you don't have to really look for ammo and you can't really die. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> I, I I think yeah. I'm, I'm completely with you in the fact that, like, a definite major part of what I enjoyed about this game is the, like, yeah, the sort of, uh like, almost academic fascination with it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Of just, like, every step of the way, there are, like, a thousand different moments in this game where I'm like, what? What? Like what? What gate? What year is it? Who made this? This is so bizarre. Um and we'll sort of stumble through those as we go. Um but like why don't you jump in for the combat? Um Yeah. Pre-patch uh right. you would probably notice in the launch reviews that there were a lot of people saying the dodging was very difficult.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, it didn't because,
1: fucking work.
0: Yeah, so I heard that exact line that it didn't work, which I'm interested about because yeah. it almost worked too well for me. Right. I could basically not be hit. Like, I don't know if you were watching my stream I, when yeah. I was in that room with a thousand enemies and I yes. basically was untouchable. Yeah,
1: so that was interesting to watch because that was like really where I was realizing wow, they, they did tweak and improve, maybe even better detrimentally so (laughs) may i um, mean maybe the dodging stuff because when i played it this is might be in a bit of exaggeration but this is how it felt it felt like about half of the time that i was dodging i was failing it would just not work and for people that haven't played it the dodging is um like joe said nintendo punch out brain dead simple you literally just have to hold left or right it does not matter what direction the enemy is attacking from no no timing and there's no timing. You just hold left, and then it's the enemy swings at you, and it misses, and you're fine. And then you have to just flip the stick to the opposite side that you were just pushing, and do that, and it swings and misses. And you just repeat that over and over again. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah. There's no timing. It's basically
0: auto-dodge, basically. What you do in the post-patch, anyway.
1: Yeah, it's basically like the entire combat system is an unfailable quick-time event mm-hmm. that yeah. doesn't have a button prompt on the screen, basically. Um but pre-patch, about half the time it felt like it just wouldn't work, no matter what. Like I would be holding left and n- nothing happened. <laughs> and Ooh, that'd um, be annoying, yeah. Let me tell you, that was really annoying. <laughs> yeah, yes. that does sound annoying. It was uh it was profoundly obnoxious, and uh that that was why so what I ended up doing was like within the first forty five minutes basically abandoned the dodge mechanic. So I think I played this actually rather differently from you. Mm. Because I just gave up on the dodging because it was so unreliable and was so frustrating that I just spec'd fully into just kill everything with my gun and my uh my my stasis ability. What is it called in this? Oh. I don't know. Stasis Tele- from dead telekinesis Space. or something. Telekinesis, whatever it is. And uh but even in doing that I felt exactly the same you felt. Which is that it's hilariously easy and there's no tension at all. Except I was mm-hmm. playing it by picking every enemy up, throwing them into the convenient spike walls that are in yeah. literally every single square inch of the game because it's a game from 2003. And, or or just shooting them with my pistol, which was fully upgraded within like 90 minutes of starting the game. And... Ammo was never a problem because I wasn't spending my upgrades on anything else. I I upgraded... Like, the melee upgrade tree is long, right? I think it's like four, three uh, spikes, you know, of upgrades. Pistol is just like four upgrades. TK is like eight upgrades. And then for the entire half back half of the game, I just had like 5,000 bucks that I would just spend on... uh, on ammo (laughs) um and so it you know my path through it was definitely different combat wise from you but Mm -hmm. the result was exactly the same there was no tension there was no survival there was no resources i barely died outside of like the boss fight or mini boss fight or being swarmed by 15 enemies uh in early encounters um and aside from that, yeah, it was just like the the least tense survival horror game I've ever played in a way that was yeah. hilarious at times. Because, it's very odd. There's yeah. so
0: many little oddities as well. There's yes. a there's a move in the combat where you will like whack an enemy with the stick and then you can do like this quick draw pistol thing. Right. And it just, it just, every time it looks so weird. Because there's no animation frames for it. The pistol just appears and just explodes their head and then you're back to the stick. It's so and bizarre. I kind, of, I kind of thought it was like cool and it felt like, again, satisfying and punchy. But this is a common theme with Callisto, where every compliment I have is just like, again, it's just like so odd and weird. Yeah. And the game looks incredible. Oh so, yeah. And that actually like adds to the oddity because the game really feels like... An indie developer's first attempt at this genre, but it looks like it was made like it cost a billion dollars and like that juxtaposition was kind of fascinating to me like the telekinesis is one of the most fun moments of the game for me. I love the mechanic of picking up enemies and chucking them into spike walls, but it's like they didn't think about any of the areas when it comes to the stasis mechanic because. Anyone with a logical brain will quickly figure out that, oh, I can just chuck an enemy, uh, let's let's call it out of bounds. You'll be, let's say, uh, on an elevated uh Like a walkway. catwalk or whatever, yeah. A catwalk, exactly. And you'll see, like, well, what's going to happen if I pick up an enemy and drop it down here? Uh, because any person would think that, because, you know, we've we played games like this before. We've used gravity guns for years, uh, and it's a very quick and easy way to dispose of an enemy. But it's almost like the game didn't think you would ever try to telekinesis someone outside of a spike wall. Because there's not like an animation or like a death sound for when you drop an enemy in like half the locations. They just vanish without a trace and without a noise. And it's almost like this awkward silence where you, you're you wondering like, Are they gonna, are they coming back? Like, what, what, what just happened there? I just like drop them two feet and they're just gone from existence. It's like, the game doesn't really work. No, yeah. It's such a strange thing. But it just made me laugh all the way through. And because it's not difficult, at least for post-patch, it wasn't difficult. It's like hard to get angry at it, at least for me. Because I was just kind of like making fun of it. But also like non-ironically actually quite having a good time for a lot of it. it. It was a very strange experience.
1: Yeah, every time I clicked on your stream, you were doing a a specific Joe voice, which is like, I'm taking the piss out of this, in a a way. And it's a little bit of that right there. And uh, I was doing the same thing in my head while I was playing it. like. Every time there's a jump scare in the game, it's like, ooh, you did a jump scare. Ooh, that was cute. It wasn't scary at all. Look at you doing a little jump yeah. scare. Oh, oh no, you're going to send five enemies at me. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm picking them up and throwing them into the spike wall. Ooh, yeah, It's just like mul- that the entire times, time.
0: It did like one of those, um, a shadowy figure runs past the corridor <laughs> that you're coming up on. But you can clearly see it's just like one of the regular enemies, which you which you fought like a thousand of, and like, why would I be scared of one generic enemy running past a corridor? Yeah, I'm like just there's literally, ten of those.
1: there's one enemy in the game basically, and yeah, oh god, yeah, it's so it's there's something about it that I just is like almost adorable
0: in how yeah, pathetic yeah, it is. It's like the, schlocky and endearing at times. It doesn't yeah. look like it should be endearing because it looks like it looks really good at times. Like really, really good. Yes. Yeah. But it's just and like I think it's supposed to be one of the most perplexing games to review as a day one reviewer <laughs> without any imagine. like review notes. <laughs> yeah. But for me, you know, I had given it some time, I had read opinions, and I went in with low expectations. And because I went in just post-patch, uh the low expectations the low um threat of the game which means i wasn't dying and repeating stuff and getting frustrated yeah it just ended in this like strange concoction of novelty schlockism and just like making fun of it and sometimes having like non-ironic fun with it
1: yeah i i don't know how much fun i had with it but it wasn't (sighs) it it doesn't help that the last like 90 minutes of the game pre-patch was was utterly terrible yeah (laughs) um but there was there were two revelations or there's one revelation important that i found was important for uh for this and signalis is that i am definitely a sucker for survival horror Mm -hmm. whatever that means um regardless of the quality (laughs) there's just something satisfying to me about doing the exploration managing the resources getting some upgrades and progressing forward and in the case of callisto it's also like there's not enough space horror there's almost no space horror and there's just a certain element of that combined like space horror combined with survival horror that's like ah i love this this is like the it's like peak comfort food in a way Except, in Callisto's case, <laughs> the entire thing is terrible. And so there's this weird, like, I like this loop. The loop is not good in this game, but it's fun, sort of. And I'm enjoying how completely easy and unscary and unimaginative and basic and old this game is in a weird way. Uh,
0: it does have, like, a early 360-era, like, flow to it. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. This game feels like a game from 2000, like, from a launch Xbox 360 game. Yeah. Or, or like, just after Gears of War 1 came out, there was this, you know, wave of games that honestly lasted most of the 360-gen, but that early wave of, like... I can't. I can't. I'd have to go and look through old, old games to to remember what some of the titles were. But this just this influx of really basic third-person action games, third-person shooters, where the 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 you're just basically pushing the left stick forward the entire game. There's no exploration. There's nothing. It's so simple. It's yeah. so basic uh, that it it but the fact that it came out at the in almost 2023 is what is so fascinating about it because it's like we've been we you know we I think we've said it about a few games it's like, it, where it's like it's like blank but 0.5 you know yeah. um it's like dead space 0.5 this is like dead space version 0.1 basically yeah, yeah. um and dead space 1 came out in 2008 <laughs> <laughs> and uh there, it's just wild to play through this thing and think like it's impossible to not think about dead space the entire time because of how utterly like shamelessly dead space it is to the point of like, I almost wonder about, you know, the legality and copyright and things like this, even though none of that exists for, we put a health thing on the guy's back. We made the HUD part of the game world, stuff like that. But like, it is so one-to-one dead space uh, but the fact that it's so much less than the game that came out thirteen years ago is—it was just fascinating all the way through, yeah. and every every step of the way, I was just like, "What is this game?"
0: I think there is too much expectations put on a studio when it's one of those. An ex-dev at this company who worked on this left and made their own company. Here we go. Yeah. It's like, not two people, you know, they don't make a good game. No. Uh, You know, maybe some auteurs, maybe some creative directors can really pull their weight. Uh, But, you know, it's a group effort and you need a lot of people to come together to make a good thing. Uh, So people should maybe stop typing up stuff because one human being worked on a game a while ago and is now on this project if you know what i mean. I think though the the I definitely
1: I completely agree but I think the case with this was somewhat unique in the fact that like A it's the creative director of Dead Space, right? Okay, great. But B it's the it's how shamelessly it's copying Dead Space that it's impossible to not and how much it's oh, leaning yeah. it's like, like they asked ev- for it. Oh, yeah, they completely asked for it. Like, every step of the way with the game and the marketing, they're like, hey, a couple of us that worked on this game made Dead Space 1, or rather... you know, what makes it on... so weird. And, and so it's impossible for them to not be just compared endlessly to Dead Space 1, because they were their entire crutch is, hey, it's Dead Space, we brought it back. Yeah, and...
0: I'm not blaming the people for making these presumptions. I'm no. saying that this should be a lesson going forward. You know?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because this was really unless I'm forgetting something, this feels like really the first major one of these where it's like, hey, here's a, a couple of major people that left yeah. and have started their own thing. And we have a lot of these studios right. that have formed and are, are making games that'll come out over the next two years. So it will be interesting yeah. to see where they go. But uh, the Callisto Protocol is definitely not the most impressive debut. How did they
0: like make this as a version of Dead Space? It's so crazy, man. I don't know. It's
1: like... You know what it almost feels it almost feels like a mobile game of Dead Space like I can almost see if they brought the graphics <laughs> down to like nothing I can right, see right. the touch controls you know on, on from screen, like screen yeah from like the 2010 era of iPhone action games when it was like Infinity Blade and things like that like swipe left swipe right and right, swipe left blade. it
0: is like Infinity right? Blade oh my god it is yeah
1: <laughs> and you're like this is a this is this really a triple A like modern survival horror game coming out on the PlayStation 5 no it's like it's like a mobile game from a decade ago in a, in so many ways in in yeah. how and how like comically basic it is and how like around every corner there's just another thing of like, oh look at you, this is this is adorable. Oh my yeah. god, you, you you put the, the giant spinning death garburator in this hallway. That's oh look at you, a little pat on the head, and then you round a corner, and it's like, oh there's there's fifty exploding barrels on the ground. I wonder what could possibly happen next, you
0: know? And it just I goes- like both of those scenes. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I had fun, man. I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect it, but I like it. Yeah. It. It's going to work for some people and it's not going to work for other people. Yes, yeah. You've got to think... have a certain flavor. Maybe you have to be at a certain age as well because it's almost a little nostalgic of, again, older, oh, yeah. crappier games from two to three generations ago. And yeah, if you enjoy schlock and things that are so bad, it's good. Then uh, Callisto for me worked in that regard. This is like a shocky cult classic to me. Uh, I don't know if the gaming community is going to agree with me over time. Uh, maybe this would be like a Napoleon Dynamite, where in five years people will be like, "I told you it was a good game." I don't know if I see that happening, but we'll see. No, I think I think
1: Callisto is. Well, it's when I played it, it it's like an objectively bad game that yeah. is f- has an aspect of fun to experiencing it. I think it's less of a terrible game now, but it is still, like, the most profoundly uninspired thing I've played in a very long time. It, like,
0: Some of the design decisions I would call it inspired in a way where I don't understand why a human would come sh- up with sure. them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very strange.
1: The combat yeah, stuff is there's, there's, very there's, odd. Yeah. But, but like, there's there's just... Like, it is so... Shockingly linear. There are so many little, like, crawl through, shimmy through things. There's so oh, yeah. much, like, simplicity to it. It um, loves a shimmy. I've never
0: shimmied so much ever in a game. No,
1: it's for a game that is completely linear. You know, I thought the shimmies were for like transitioning large zones, but this is like shimmy. Through a hallway to get to a smaller hallway. And then it's like, yeah. and then shimmy out of that hallway to get to a vent.
0: It became a running joke when I was playing the game. Like, oh, it's been five minutes without a shimmy, and I really need my fix. Yeah. And the game would always give me my fix.
1: And there is a segment that I did document um in great detail where you for about 30 minutes straight, do nothing, almost nothing, but shimmy crawl, shimmy, crawl, <laughs> yeah. shimmy, crawl. And it just keeps going to the point that I was like in hysterical laughter. You go for like almost thirty minutes and you fight maybe three enemies and everything else is just shimmy yeah. crawl shimmy crawl backtrack through the shimmying
0: and crawling and it was just it's like what there's do we multiple, do there's multiple parts of this game which feel like a joke and on the nose.
1: Yeah, yeah, except it's it's yes, it's definitely not a joke, but it does feel like it, a joke. I don't
0: know. Time. Maybe what if it is a joke what
1: if it is a joke? The one that I do think is a joke and is not funny is very, near the very end of the game where you open three chests in a row and get one of those little fucking things jumping out on you. Um, that oh, yeah, was, yeah. like, okay, hilarious. Um, but I know what you mean.
0: Because, like... like when it repeats the boss four right. times at the end, I thought that was a joke. Because I was like... Wh- First of all, I don't know. Is this a different boss or is it the same boss that came back? I could not figure it. I think, it's just, a, I think it out. it's just an enemy type. I think it's just an what? enemy type. Right. Well, it's a strange yeah. that it mutated to look like the exact same character model. That's a bit odd.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, every zombie in the game looks exactly the same. So.
0: Yeah. But the third time you fight it in this tiny little room oh and they lock gosh. it behind you, and I was like, this is ridiculous. And then you fight it again when you have no ammo, <laughs> and I was like, this has to be a parody, man. They ha- they're <laughs> fucking with me. They're actually fucking with me. I know, that's
1: that's what's interesting about the game is that it, that is, I think, actually the perfect way to describe it for me is the entire thing feels like a parody of survival horror, except yeah. I, it's not. It is trying to be serious about it and I think a lot of it is just there because it's like, I don't know, the, the mini-boss stuff feels like they just, you know, are padding the runtime um, and have nothing. But like... I know, and as I'm saying these things, I'm like, how do you make this game and not play it through and be like, this is a joke? This game is a joke game, right? And they're like, no, no, this is 100% serious. Like,
0: I want to be in the rooms where people are justifying these things to each other. Because it doesn't make sense. That one room like the cacophony of enemies that kept spawning. I thought that was a joke. Right. I was laughing my ass off because I was like, there's so many enemies here. The PS5 is chugging. It can't (laughs) handle this.
1: Yeah, and I... I I killed every enemy in that room because oh as, the second I walked in there, they aggroed on me because the stealth the stealth never... There's a like an hour-long stealth section in the game, and I never once maintained oh, no. stealth at all. So I walked into that room, and the first guy there, after you wall-shimmy, aggroes on me, and I have to shoot him. And, you know, that just daisy-chains, like, everyone aggroing me, right, as you progress through. Oh, yeah. And so I killed every enemy in that room, and it took, like, 15 minutes of just being yeah. like... And they just keep spawning, and they just there's keep so spawning. So many of them, and you're like, "This game barely works in one-on-one combat. I'm now fighting 25 enemies. What is happening?"
0: Uh, yeah, that was kind of an amazing moment, I will say. Yeah, it's so so bizarre. It's. I was so just stunned, with my, like my jaw open, like holy shit! I can't believe this is happening.
1: Yeah, and oh how could they do this? Right after that section, there's a uh, you turn on some generators right in a dark room, and yeah. You flip a switch and walk away and an enemy spawns behind you right in front of a a spike wall. Yeah. And you just pick him up and throw him into the spike wall and turn around and walk away. And then it spawns an enemy again in the same spot and you do the same thing and you turn around and walk away and it spawns an enemy again in the same spot and you turn around and do the same thing and walk away. And it happens three times in a row and I'm like... And I'm laughing by the end because I'm like, this is, this is so predictable. Like, I'm just... I know exactly what's coming. Yeah. Is this... Am I supposed to be laughing? I don't... I really don't think so. But it's so weird to play a game where you're... The whole time you're like... Ah... It... What... Is but it is
0: continuously funny all the time i know <laughs> they in, must have played this game right in in like new and exciting
1: ways all the yeah. way through the game is funny um there was
0: something so endlessly hilarious about like a huge looming threat coming into the room and just being like pick it up splash into the wall and doing right. it over and over again <laughs> like it's funny every single time and then there's that story section where you're with um the girl from the boys yeah and all you're doing for three hours is falling down a hole. Then you find <laughs> her again. Then you fall down another yes, hole. Yeah, and all yeah. you're doing is falling down a hole every time you're with her. I like, this has to be a joke. Yeah, I, it really makes you think. The game's actually really funny. I don't know if he's trying to be funny, but I was laughing all the way through with this game. Me too. Yeah, and I think maybe not at the fourth boss when it repeated itself, but
1: <sighs> yeah, well that that I was. That was funny for, for everyone that.
0: else, except for me.
1: I was fine for that because I had so much ammo. But I I was the yeah. same way. It was like really, we're gonna. Like, I knew it was going to happen three times. After it happens a second time, you're like, okay, it's going to happen a third time. But the fourth time, like, that's what makes a joke funny, right? Is yeah. Doing something three times is not funny. Doing something twice could be funny because you don't pay off with the third. Doing it four times is, like, pure excess to the point of, like, they're pointing They'd at itself it, and right? laughing, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think you said it just a few seconds ago. This... Going by the, like, the true tried and true definition that someone like red letter media uses for the the definition of a truly great bad b movie is like is this a joke i can't tell are they serious i can't tell yeah and that's how the whole that's how this game really does feel from start to finish
0: it does yeah
1: it's like good way of putting it is this a parody game no i don't think so i think it's honest but why was I laughing for seven hours straight mm-hmm. uh and it's it's so bizarre and fascinating uh, it
0: is I yeah. recommend the Callisto protocol
2: <laughs> I
1: don't <laughs> I think I recommend it I don't think um it's worth full price no, I would no, barely no, say no, it's no. worth twenty dollars obviously we got it for free yeah. um if I'd paid
0: twenty dollars for it, I would feel fine. This for me is like a major Steam sale game. I like put it on your wish list, and I say go for it. Yeah. Get a couple of beers. I would play this like alongside other friends. Uh, because, oh yeah. You know, it, it is like it's a good-looking game. There's some real good spectacle to some of the deaths and the violent and the executions. Uh, yeah. I just think this game is schlocky. I think it's so bad it's good. Uh, I think it's funny. I, I, like Jameson said, maybe not intentionally. Uh, and I think that is what entertainment is. Is it good? No, this is not a good game. No. Uh, but is it fun? Potentially, yes, depending on who you are. Uh, and I was the right person for it, apparently, because uh, I had a good time. Maybe not in the way they wanted me to, but whatever. Yeah,
1: I agree. And that's weird. Because I, yeah. I really disliked my last like two hours with the game. Like, really, I really fucking hated it. And when it was over, I was like, oh, thank God. But, I mean, I beat it almost a month ago at this point of this recording and by the time the video hits probably pretty much a month ago and i it has stuck in my mind (laughs) more than more oh god more than even something like god of war which i beat like two weeks earlier like it it's so it's just so bizarre
0: and in in a way that like perplexes completely Maybe like um... post God of War, it was quite nice because God of War was uh, like a major A product, yeah. a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a great time with God of War, uh, most of it anyway, but it was definitely like not surprising in a lot of ways uh, because you can't take risks with big AAA games. And the Callista Protocol looked like one of those production wise. And it was the most bizarre thing I've played in years. Uh, and that was that was something that was truly something. Yeah, it's definitely memorable. It is. In its own very weird way. Yeah. To me, it has, like, almost some of the Resident Evil schlockness. Um, But I feel like a lot of people played it pre-patch where it was, like, more objectively bad. I kind of wish it came out with the patch that I played, because I feel like it would have maybe been a cult classic. But I feel like its pre-patch state might have, like, erased that possibility. I think
1: something like Resident Evil, though, does such a better job of em- like knowingly embracing the schlockiness. Yeah. A lot of the time. Whereas this game, again, it just, it, it really feels like it's being very serious all the way through. I don't know.
0: Resident Evil 5 and 6 are strange games They kind of take themselves weirdly seriously. That's fine. Yes. But...
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sort of going on the, the newer, you know, RE7, RE8, RE2, RE3 remake stuff. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, It's self-serious, but it also very clearly knows it's it's real stupid. Yeah, but they're Um, like eleven
0: games in. That's not fair.
1: No, no, for sure. But um, there is an element of schlock to this that is it is very inherent and enjoyable. But it definitely doesn't. It doesn't feel like they did it intentionally, and that's what makes it even more interesting. Honestly, is because it like the final boss is
0: no in the end of the day. No, no,
1: I I don't think it is. I think it just um, you have to qualify the schlock a little bit by.
0: We're not objective reviewers here. We're not giving scores. No, God, no. Um, yeah, because it, it would be low. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be low.
1: It's. I mean, it's six hours. There's no replay value. The combat's not good. The environments are pretty, but also there's like ninety percent of it is just a metal corridor with nothing interesting yeah. happening. Uh, there's no side content. There's no story. The characters are bad. Uh, yeah. The upgrades are on, on you know. Whatever, um, the mini bosses are terrible. The final boss is terrible. Like, th- there's a big list of this is all bad, but <laughs> there's a giant butt at the end of all of it, and I, I don't, I don't know what to make of it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm not too sure if the last boss even hit me in this game. Hmm. Yeah, I died. <laughs> I, I almost gave up
1: and said no what was it what was we were talking about what was it the sunk cost fallacy is that the yeah yeah i definitely had that majorly at the end of this game where i'm like why am i doing what am i what am i doing what the fuck am i doing and i i turned the game off and turned my playstation off and went into my office and was like i'm done i'm not i'm not beating this final boss i've been on him for like 15 minutes he fucking sucks why why do i care why do i need to beat this game i'm not going to beat it and 20 minutes later i went and beat it and um and and it was horrible did? <laughs> and I I have no I have I don't and you know what I maybe I am glad I did because the final story stinger is so hilariously
0: bad that again it feels like yeah. a joke. It feels it like a, a joke. joke. <laughs> I hope they make a Clitter Protocol 2. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they make another one. I'd be so excited if they made that one. Oh, but let's go.
1: I'm also glad that I played it Um, in the context of the Dead Space remake is out in like three weeks. Um, yeah. Because I feel like that's going to make... It, it will make the Dead Space remake probably even more impactful than it already was looking to be. Uh, yeah. Because Dead Space, Dead
0: Space EA team actually made Callisto Protocol when it was a undercover uh, <laughs> marketing, marketing. <laughs> ploy. It's like we, need to, warfare.
1: we need to revive dead space how do we do it well we need to make remake the game but but how do we get people excited about a remake of an old game well we got to put something else out that's a lot like it but terrible so that it yeah. makes our game look even better than it already void is void
0: of all the things that are dead space even though it's labeled as, as a dead space spiritual successor yeah it might God, be genius. it might be
1: the most brilliant marketing move in history yeah like EA calls up the PUBG people and is like, "Why don't you fund this Callisto Protocol game?" Yeah, they would do we'll, it. We'll we'll give you a little extra payback, you know, and they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, man. We got PUBG Mobile money. Fuck it. What's what's a hundred yeah. million dollars on a on a
0: joke?" Exactly. It's was, it was, it was a short game. It probably wasn't that expensive.
1: I don't know. They spent like f- yeah. four years making, three years making. it. I don't know. I mean, there was a you know global pandemic in the middle, but uh, yeah. I I also just so I so wish it had included. The PUBG lore stuff, just because I it would I feel like that's like an extra layer of bizarreness that would have yeah enhanced. I don't know what that means, but yeah, sure. I don't know either. I have no idea either, but yeah. that would have been funny. It doesn't matter regardless, but uh, you know.
0: I yeah. think one there's just only one thing left I want to mention, and this game has like the worst sense of space I've experienced in a while, where I just had no idea where the fuck I was ever because because you like you spawn on a in a prison yeah. And I, I had, like, no grasp of the scale of this facility I was in. Yeah, there's never, like, an exterior establisher shot. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of bizarre moments in the game. You, like, leave the facility and then you walk and even drive in a truck at one point. Right. And then the, the, the weirdest scene of all is where you... There's, like, an explosion or in, like, a climactic <laughs> cutscene. And you, like, ODST paraglide downwards <laughs> for, like one and a half minutes straight. Yeah, it's like a mile-long
1: tower that you're falling And I'm like,
0: like, wait, am I at the top of a skyscraper? Wait, am I at the (laughs) core of the earth? Where am I? (laughs) I just never had any idea, like, where I was, or was I in a prison? Was I in a massive sci-fi cyberpunk city? I just didn't know where I was at any time. But again, it just all made for this, like, weird, trippy, bizarre, unknowable experience. And, yeah, I thought the ride was worth it.
1: The entire setting of the game is just like the shining and the overlook hotel. It's yeah. this, like non Euclidean impossible environment that just exists. This is a Kubrick you. masterpiece is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Good it's it, it, like, if you told me the entire game was set on like a city planet, like Coruscant or something, I'd be like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But uh, yeah, it's, I, I have no idea. Like I you, know where you, you walk through like 15 miles of tunnels. Yeah. And then go up a four-mile-long tower, and go for like a ten-minute drive, and explore crashed ships, and it's all the prison. I'm pretty sure. Uh, the big prison. Okay. I'm yeah. Not sure. I guess yeah, maybe the you know. What the mean. Moon, so, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, there are so many things we we like so many small things that you know could have been brought up here, but I think that the discussion is just like it's good. We're yeah. done because it's because it's like this is the core of the game. Like. You know, we could go into details about why the mini boss sucks, or like why they're so. Oh my God! Even the fucking telekinesis thing, which is again, it's exactly Dead Space, including the the health meter on your neck. Except you can't read the health meter because it's on his neck, and his neck bends, and his jumpsuit covers <laughs> yes. the fucking meter. So you it's never so at any point in the game have any clue how much TK you have left. Yeah, and it, like that is is. There's just stuff like that in every every square inch of the game where you're like. Who made this?
0: Did you ever playtest this ever? It's so bizarre. And there's so many moments in the game where you're constantly cutting off like access cards from the back of people's necks over and over and over again. It's like, what? Why are you... <laughs> why, why am I doing this over and over and over? How many levels of access are there in this place? Like 75 of them? Yeah. It's so strange. It's... it's It's one of those fun experiences where it's like a movie you would play with your friends where you like you're pointing at the screen going wait why is this character doing this yes it's one of those games experiences for like six hours straight like if we had played this in
1: the same room together we would be like screaming wait what at the tv every 30 seconds and i was doing that on my own basically uh i think
0: those experiences are fun
1: yes yes i actually wish i had gotten to experience it with someone like yourself, you know, yeah. because I know it, it, yeah. But even in doing it solo, it is just like, it is fascinating to just, to just be playing this thing and just constantly thinking like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd say, yeah, get this game and play it with like your university dorm room. Yeah. Get some beers in and play it with some buds. It's not that long and it's kind of funny. Yeah, I
1: weirdly agree. Yeah. uh, yeah so there's there we go we did it we did it we did a review roundup just in time for the new year to be a what i don't know
0: to yeah wow um yeah it's 2023 yeah uh, and we're still talking about god of war ragnarok After already won Best Narrative (laughs) at the Game
1: Awards. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, the best thing happens at the end of the God of War chat. We were like, bitching about everything being so depressing, and then I'm like, where's Kojima? Give us weird Kojima shit, and then we're like, oh, the Game Awards are coming up soon. And you Ah. know what? We got what we wanted.
0: We got Kojima shit. Bangor. Yeah, a little
1: a little late to this one, but, you know, we were late to get into Callisto, and then the holidays happened, and... Uh, yeah,
0: Callisto is actually to blame for the whole thing, because we were just gonna do is. God of War, yeah. and then Callisto we were, was a strange thing. Yeah,
1: I, I was very close to just, like, recording a little outro for God of War and putting up God of War as a solo video, because... But then, yeah, we ended up playing Callisto, and I'm glad we talked about it, because, uh, yeah it's the, one of the more unique experiences in, in a game in a long time so that's yeah. you know that's Good something that's something um we will be having the uh the the best of uh, 2022 that'll be the, that'll be the next long chat that should be actually mm-hmm. pretty soon um yeah. and then we're going to try to be better about doing review chats this year a little more mm-hmm. More frequently and a little more relevantly, I think. Uh, so. Yeah,
0: that, that would be nice.
1: Twenty twenty two was our worst year for review roundups because we did two, and both of them uh, were well. We did one technically in twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We
0: did and one. it came out in
1: June, and it was reviewing games from February. So yeah. Um. You technically, know. this one's better. This one's more prompt. It is. You're right. Yeah. I mean, November games in January. And yeah, well, I'm came out in December, so it's a less yeah. like a basically a one month turnaround. So, you know, very nice. We're getting there. We're getting there. But yeah, will we'll, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, will be better know, maybe. We will try to be um at the very least. There's certainly lots of uh games to chat about at least in the next couple of months. We've got Yeah. like Dead Space and Harry Potter and Resident <laughs> Evil and video games. They're slowly coming back to life maybe. They might not be good, but There will be be video games,
0: it seems like. There will be video games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's it.
0: That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, And we will see you for our top 10 of 2022 coming kind of soon. Bye. Bye.